Screams from the old plantation non stop. Foy, foy, bear, foy, foy, bear. Screams from the old plantation non stop. Foy, foy, Man, welcome back to another episode of the Thought Plantation Podcast. Um, it's been a while. I think we're going like two, maybe three weeks since the last episode. So I'm really, really excited to get into another one. And I'm very excited to introduce my new guest. Today, I'm joined by Jan Zabowski. Did I say that right, Zabowski? Yeah, yeah, I think good. It's really good. Okay. I, I listened to another episode and I kind of heard, so I was just trying to impress you that I can say it. <laughs> um, yeah. Aka Yash. Hey, people, people call you Yash as yeah, well. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's a nickname. It's it's a bit of an affectionate term for my oh, name. Yeah. yeah okay. So, so what, what's, your, what's your preference? You like Yan or do you like Yash? What, what's, what's easier for you? Uh, Yash is probably, Yash is, like, yeah, Yash it's is used fine. more. It's more, yeah, yeah. So Yash, um, I met Yash... Uh, through actually the 135 sort of very similar to how I how, how how I ended up on his podcast so I've asked he asked me on his podcast uh, maybe a week ago maybe a week plus ago yeah and I had such a great time there and I felt like we made a lot of awesome we had a really great conversation yeah. and I thought there was a lot of stuff that we didn't manage to cover unfortunately because it went on for two hours <laughs> and 30 minutes um, and unfortunately it was all about me so I, I thought I returned the favor and I'm actually really excited so thank you for being on the podcast today man oh, thanks for having me out um, yeah I'm really excited to talk again yeah, yeah it, it was good fun last time it was amazing last yeah. time I mean I felt it was amazing yeah no, I was gonna have a lot of laughs and but I was very nervous laughs, so cool. as I was saying before you know and um, I'm very like I said I'm very notorious of just talking a bit too much when i'm a bit nervous so I'm, I'm glad we sort of got through a lot of good stuff through it as well but just as we talked off here you know it's always good when your guest wants us wants to talk and elaborate yeah, on yeah, things yeah. and as opposed to like one line answer so no it was cool i enjoyed it yeah those are the difficult ones those are the cringe ones eh? it's like so uh how are you today good yeah, yeah all right yeah yeah <laughs> like, oh you're like three questions deep and it's like three minutes or something like that yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh no i'm running out of material <laughs> yeah so yosh uh, runs the podcast uh, Zealous State of Mind. Um, that podcast has been around for how, how long now? How long have you been uh, podcasting, man? Thir- 37 weeks. 37 weeks. I, I do one a week. So that's right. 37, 37 wow, that's amazing. That's a, that's a great feat, man. That's that's amazing. Yes. 37 episodes in 37 weeks. I, I kind of covered this on your podcast too, but I also had very similar goals as yeah. well where I was trying to do 10 weeks with 10 episodes, 10 episodes in 10 weeks. Yeah. And unfortunately, I made it to six. <laughs> but, you know, my, my excuse is COVID, like everyone yeah. else's excuse, you know. So I'm going to I'm going to cash in my COVID excuse and I'm going to use that. I I didn't like when we had to do the the ones on Zoom through lockdown, yeah. but had to be done. I was like, oh, I'm on a streak, man. I'm going to yeah. keep it going. So no, that, that's back. good because that, um, I mean, that's one of the most difficult things, isn't it? It's remaining motivated and just getting your content out there which is yeah. very important eh? so good on you man we're really really happy for that um but we're going to take a slight detour on the podcasting questions yeah. and um i'm actually really interested um about your time um running the zealous gym you know that that's something that i think i first noticed um when when i got to know you and i started following you on instagram is that you're really big into fitness i don't think there's ever been a day where i haven't seen a post of you hitting the you know hitting the weights you know pumping the iron um, which is really motivating for a lot of people you know because you were very consistent as as far as i could say with that but you know just i guess starting from the beginning um how does a person get into fitness you know yeah. uh the fitness journey it started from sports really so mm-hmm. uh, firstly i was more into sports so yeah. it was uh Bit of soccer at school, uh, league, rugby, yeah, basketball. Uh, it was it was more competitive. Um, you know, I like 
I like competing and playing. Um, you hanging out with your friends, yeah, yeah. my brothers. Uh, we used to compete a lot. So I started from there. I, I wanted to be a professional rugby league player, mm. as I've, I've said a few times. Um, but as, as I was playing, um, I used to get a ride from my mate who was a personal trainer. Mm. And he used to pick me up for training. And I was laboring at the time. And I went to a few of his classes. You know, you talk on the way to training. He's like, what are you mm. up to? And that. He's like, oh, I'm doing some classes, boxing classes. And I was like, oh, man, that would be cool. I'll come down for... You know, get some extra fitness in, yeah, and, and, yeah. I, and I went to his class, and I was like, "Man, this looks fun." Yeah, yeah. Like what he was doing, and you know, I think I was single at the time. There's a lot of girls and stuff. I was oh, like, yeah. This is like a cool uh, career, and like, ooh, uh, <laughs> yeah, opportunities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not just uh, in a career wise. So, mm. uh, <laughs> so I, uh, uh, you know, inquired about it, and uh, th- I was in Aussie at the time. So there's a thing called TAFE. It's similar to Unitech. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm familiar with yeah, TAFE. Yeah. yeah, it's like a tech school almost. Yeah. Eh? yeah, yeah. yeah. So my grades were too bad from high school to go to university. And that was really scary and intimidating. But TAFE would give me enough to be able to become yep. a personal trainer. Nice. And so uh, I did two years of study. And yeah, I was lucky enough. One of my mates was a personal trainer. He helped me get a job while I was in my second year, sort of halfway through that. Mm. Um, so yeah, did the PT. and um, but, but, but a big thing of it all, just going back a little bit was just I always liked the thought of doing something you enjoyed for a living. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so when I didn't make it as a footy player, because uh, that was like a dream job. I was like, because I love playing, I love training. Which kid doesn't want to be a footy player? Yeah, you know, right. Growing right. up, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, uh, when I had the laboring job and various mm. other ones, I was like, this, this, this is going to be a long life if I if I stick at this, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so uh, yeah, so when I did my studies. Um, a couple of, a couple of friends would do, you know, the, one of my classmates did CrossFit. Mm. Um, so I went to, he, he trained out of his garage. So there's a couple of sessions of him. Another mate from rugby, he, he, he ran a, a CrossFit Newcastle. So I did some of him. And, uh, when I was doing the PT, we, we had to pay rent. So it was 250 a week for, uh, you know, just, just to work there, but they help you get clients and give you yeah, leads and stuff. Yeah. So I did that, and then I was like, I want to do my own thing. And I mm. saw what my mates were doing, like, and how they started theirs. Because like, if you see, if it, anybody knows, like, a CrossFit layout, it's pretty cheap compared to, like, a normal mainstream gym. You don't need all the machines and exactly, stuff like yeah. most gyms, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's quite a cheap um, layout in terms of equipment mm. and that. Um, it's much more realistic if you're wanting to start your own, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, man, that's actually doable. And um, so that's sort of, like, the fitness journey, but... Um, yeah, so we ran, uh, moved back to New Zealand. I got my family into CrossFit, mm. and um, we we opened a gym. We ran it for eight years. Yeah, eight years. Only just recently got out of it. Now mm. I'm teacher aiding, but no, I love the day. I did yeah. did feel like you know there was pros and co- like pros and cons like any job, but most of the time I really did enjoy it. It didn't feel like a normal job, which mm. was which was my goal. Yeah, um, because I don't know. Where I heard it. I don't know. It just made sense to me. Like. People work for two, three weeks at the end of the year. So I was like, how can I make the year sort of pretty good and mm. maybe have no holidays, but at least the year was fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to just doing something I hated to, to look That's forward. That's a very difficult that concept. that makes sense? Yeah, it, 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 it is. I mean, but like in terms of, I mean, because I think that's the ideal for a lot of people. I think a lot of people want to work in, a, in an environment where they're happy and they, I, I guess job satisfaction is a big thing, right? Yeah, so yeah. people want job satisfaction. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You, you want to be satisfied at the end of the day with, with with the job you're doing. And I think 
the concept you're trying to put forth, well, you you did put forth was you know you you created your own job in a way. You know, yeah. you obviously used tools that was already available out there, but you sort of catered it to what you thought would be really helpful. And and you ran it for eight years. You know, so obviously there was a lot of passion and and and, and sort of good times behind it. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. So that so that's I mean. That that's a big that's a pretty big journey, you know. I mean, going and you kind of sound like you fell into it in a way. I mean, because obviously you had your initial ideas of what you'd wanted to be, mm. and um, you know, uh, obviously that didn't turn out. And for most people, that you know, I mean, what I see the most um, out there is that you know people put all their eggs into one basket, and then if they don't get what they want at the end of the day, they kind of like kind of give up on life almost. Yeah, you know, and they're just they're just happy to just go and do like some half-assed job or, or some job that they're not happy with. Yeah. But because at the end of the day, people need to pay bills, right? Yeah. People need to, yeah. to pay for their, their children's lunches, their, you know, school fees, you know, rent, all that stuff. Um, but not a lot of people take chances, you know? And yeah. um, and I'm guessing starting a gym, um, a CrossFit gym, w- was taking a big chance. I mean, was there any point where you were like, oh, fuck, am I, am I doing the right, <laughs> I- is this a good idea? Yeah. You know? I mean, were there any point where you sort of, where you sort of were thinking, Ah oh, man, am I? I'm out of my depth. No, maybe at times I read a book uh, just sort of leading into it, the mm. Rich Dad Poor Dad, which I've mentioned a few times. But he talks about how um, not taking a risk is taking a risk mm. because nothing's secure anyway. That's true. So if yeah. you have a mainstream job or a job, um, you could get fired anyway. So because so to me, after reading that like sort of part, I was like, it's risky either way. Mm. so i might as well go for what i want yeah if that makes sense like no, it, it does like i could get fired or not get the job i want anyway mm. so i might as well go for what i want yeah and i think the ideal for most people is always to you you want to be your own boss at yeah. the end of the day i mean i mean not everyone can do it i mean i mean let's let's be honest here. i mean not everyone has the capacity to do it but that's the dream right everyone i mean i personally if i i don't have any aspirations to start a job but if i think about what i would want to be my own boss hell yeah of course yeah. So, so that's that's pretty good. But just on the back of the mm. boss, like I, I do like that. But now that I've been through it, I don't mind working for someone as long as it's like a worthy cause. Like, sure. if that makes sense. No, it does. So if I if there was a leader or, or company or business that were doing some great stuff, I'd love mm. to be a part of that as well. So anybody, yeah. Mm. So that was I feel like would probably feel pretty similar mm. because you're you know you're working towards something, uh, you know. That's making a difference. I guess it, could, you know, like, so I don't mind working for someone as long as it's a good cause. It's kind of like what we said earlier. It, it comes down to job satisfaction, eh? exactly. Because you yeah. can, as long as you are feeling satisfied in what you're doing, yeah. of course it, you're going to last long. And yeah. if you look at people who work long term in certain jobs, uh, and I, and I'm thinking of nursing in particular, um, yeah. which is the only thing I can talk about because that's my experience. Yeah. We have a lot of long termers that work in the industry for a long, long time. You know, you talk about twenty, thirty, forty years, even. You know, yeah. and 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 some of the times. Oh, I would say most of the time is because they maintain their passion to help others. You yeah. know, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't do a job like nursing uh, unless you have, you know, some form of passion. I mean, of course, the passion will sort of be a little bit different and the focus will be a little bit different as the years progress because your experiences are different. Yeah. You know, um, the industry changes as well. Um, but as long as you sort of have that core idea that this is what I want to do and I feel satisfied doing it, then then I think that's a that's a worthy cause. Yeah, like, like you say, like where you you know mm. doing nursing that that to me is awesome. Like you, so, um, I think I was before the old um, it's better to work for yourself. But now I'm like nah, work for yourself or work for someone else as long mm. as it's like like you said it's, it's making a difference in the world and the community. You're like serving people and helping yeah. people and, and obviously paying your bills. At the but same yeah, time, so yeah. I'm not I'm not for one or the other. 
mm. now. I probably was before, mm. but like you said, not everyone can do that. Yeah, and and like any good or good organizations needs good people for sure. So yeah, you, yeah. So you can't. Not everyone can do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, and, and I guess it would be very difficult if everyone decided to start their own exactly, business. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, imagine yeah. everyone decided to start a gym, and they were like, "Okay, who's going to come to my gym if yeah. everyone's got their own gym?" Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I guess there is. It, I guess it, but there, there's a certain personality of people <coughs> out there, and you read it in most business do- uh, books, you know, and people who like um, start businesses. There's, there's a certain personality of a person that actually increases the likelihood of you pursuing yeah. starting your own business, what, whatever that may be. Yeah. So the, you you fall into that category, obviously, mm-hmm. because you you notice this is something you're not satisfied with. A what's available to you, for example. So why don't I just um, create my own space? Yeah. Well, which which isn't which is a very difficult thing to yeah. do. So that kind of segues into uh, something else I was quite interested about because I think a lot of your podcasts, you talk about how things were, were re- you enjoyed it, you know, you found it very fulfilling running a gym at the time. What were the, some of the difficulties, like at the very beginning, you know, like that's, that's what I try and try and think of at the beginning. It's like, what, what were the barriers you experienced trying to get this thing off the ground? Yeah, man, that's big. Like a, a big one is you need like some sort of mentor, I think. Um, whether it's an auntie, an uncle, or, or a friend, or family, or a friend that's run a business. And it might not necessarily necessarily be in the same space like fitness, but if they've run a business or a company, like just sort of um, buying them lunch or dinner and just like picking their brain on mm. like processes and systems and just anything about uh, teamwork, leadership, um, those sort of things. So that was definitely a big one, like, had no idea about business. Mm. Um, if you can afford, like, pay for someone, like, yeah, like a consultant uh, or something, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I did a few courses and they were worth the, you know, we really worth the money. Like, mm. when I first started, I was like, nah, it's not worth it. You know, typical, like, <laughs> uh, I can do it. I know what yeah. I'm doing, and so um, that was definitely a big one. Just not mm. knowing, like, I learned along the way that there's hardware and software. So software is like caring and uh, relationships and mm. your purpose. So we had that. I feel like I've always had that, like the right reasons, you know, yeah. to help people and uh, passion for fitness and that. Mm, but mm. the hard, the hardware, you know, that's all your equipment and yeah. your setup, your um, the your stuff process. that costs money. <laughs> you actually need it too, you yeah, know, um, yeah. to be thriving. So that that was that was probably the biggest thing that stood mm. out. Um, uh, other things was just communication, like. Um, you know, study study leadership, mm. study uh, how to communicate better, mm. um, to get the the best out of your team. You know, I didn't know that a lot of things. I I came. I feel like I always believed I came from a good place. Yeah, but I communicated it wrong a lot of the times. Right. So, um, getting the best out of your team, mm. communicating leadership, any of that sort of stuff. And leadership is, is is always very difficult. And um, we did we briefly talked about it on your podcast too about leadership and how you will never be able to cater to everyone's need uh, uh, not need sorry uh, cater to everyone's wants you know because everyone has a different vision of how things should be going you know because of different experiences different upbringing different backgrounds and as a leader uh, i mean I- i've had to take on certain leadership roles myself in in the work that i do um and as a leader i can sort of see how trying to be uh remain middle ground you're supposed to be like you know you can't favor one or the other um would be the ideal Right. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, you can't always be neutral, you know, because you, you at the end of the day make the big decisions. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I can see that being a very a, a barrier because, you know, and I'm going to sort of generalize here. I mean, like focusing on our PI people, um, we tend to sort of 
uh, not, probably not as a leadership per se, but sometimes we are hesitant to express our own ideas when it comes to um, maybe uh, big businesses and stuff like that. Yeah. Because um, I, I really believe as, as a leader, if you, you lead by example and you will be as successful as your team's. As, as, as successful as your team can be. Yeah. So it, the leadership role isn't something where, you know, I control everything. You know, you you put yourself, oh, sorry, you create an environment where the team can rise to the, their full potential. Yeah. And that way they'll be able to help whatever business you, you're sort of running at the time. And I guess in this instance is a, is a gym. And yeah. I sort of see some some of the barriers is that Islanders can be very humble, but for the wrong reasons. You yeah. know, they may have a really good idea, but feel that they don't have the space to sort of like express that idea. It's like, oh, maybe uh, we should be doing this or that, but they won't bring it up. Yep, yep. And I guess as a leader, it, it's it's trying to recognize those the potential in in your in your for example your uh, your colleagues you know or your, or your underlings I don't know if people use the word underlings or anything like that but you know but they try and rec- they try minions. <laughs> minions the minions yeah you're trying to recognize the potential in your minions you know and, and try and try build on that because I see that in in all you know and I've worked some pretty shitty jobs I've worked in an ice cream factory before yeah. I've worked at the docks um, where we we offload containers you know and 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 I've been lucky enough to be around bosses and 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 I'll, and I'll count of those people bosses as, as leaders because you know in, in the sense that they they run and, and sort of manage a lot of stuff they don't direct the best ones i've worked with are the ones who don't overtly direct things you need to do this you need to do that mm. um they identify what this person does really well and puts them in a position where they'll be able to flourish right, and at right. the same time learn new skills and Sometimes you know, some, I mean, sometimes we can be very, um, very passive about it and not really. It, it's easier for us to direct. Yeah, you know. So I, I see that I see that as a barrier in terms of tr- getting us out there because we're very we're very happy to sort of just be chill about everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. I've, I've gone off a little bit off, off topic slightly of of what we're talking That's about, good. but you know, I've kind of just just it sort of just brought just sort of got my sort of thoughts going about how leadership is a very important aspect in terms of progressing forward sure you know yeah. you, everyone needs leadership skills yeah. at the end of the day you know yeah I mean? a big thing is like um like you're saying there's different different ways of leadership and you know mm. most of the pacific is you know uh, free service yes and, and leading example which yeah. is which is obviously very important but there's still more to it mm. and the communication and yeah um, having a vision as well because That's sometimes important. when you're serving and um you know the actions, which is mm. necessary, obviously. Um, I noticed like you need a vision that people can see and work towards mm. as well as that. Yep. So I read a book, good book. It was the, um, John Maxwell. He, you know, yep. he does a lot of leadership stuff. Five levels of leadership. Okay. So the first one is like, hopefully I can remember them all. But the first one was like, they, they listen to you only because you're the leader. Mm. So they're just because they have to. Yeah. And then the second le- leader, second level is like, once they get to, they like you. Once they get to know you, they listen. Third one is like, you get results. Yeah. So you make things happen. Mm. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, leaders create leaders. So the fourth yeah. one, create yep. leaders. And um, so, yeah, I think there's more layers to the leadership. But I think sometimes our specific people, we, we focus just on the on that. But the, I feel like there's more to it. The first layer, you mean, you do what I say. <laughs> just because I'm the oldest. Yeah, yeah. Just because I'm the boss. Mm. 
but you still got to, they got to like you. You've got to set the example. You got to get results mm. and then you got to create more leaders. And, and I can, and I can see one of like, cause that's a virtue for us, right? Being able to humbly serve. Exactly. Another Which is awesome. It's necessary. Yeah. But it can also be a barrier as yeah. well, you know, because we don't quite, sometimes we don't question the things that we do, yeah. you know, um, or, or really think about it in great detail, you mm. know, and, 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 as, and as a leader, you need to be able to sort of, and that makes sense, you know, because that kind of sounds like what I sort of envision what, what leadership looks like is that, you know, um, you need to be bringing up everyone else with you. You're not yeah. sort of in it for, you shouldn't be in it for yourself, you know, yeah. because if you, like with any business, if your team is doing well, the business is doing yeah, well, sure, yeah. you know, and I think there's, there's many, many documented sort of um, biographies and books and stuff that sort of illustrate that, you yeah. know, in, in multiple sort of businesses, obviously there's something there. Yeah. So the, so... I have a very big problem with fitness because I'm lazy. <laughs> so, so, so in a roundabout way, it's me just sort of get, getting you here to sort of get tips, right? right, right yeah, yeah. A little bit, a little bit of our fitness, you know. And I know you, you're, you're multidimensional, and and you've got a lot of other stuff aside from just fitness. But I think you have a lot more um, experience, you know, in in, the, in this field. So. You've obviously been a personal trainer. You've 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 gone to school for that. You've worked as a personal trainer. You've ran a gym for eight years. Um, in that time, you would have run into many, 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 many different people from all you know walks of life. Why is it so difficult for some people to maintain fitness? Because I personally can go to the gym, and and there's been periods where I've been super motivated, I've gone to the gym, and I've worked my ass off, lost heaps of weight, you know, start to feel good about myself, and then I just drop off for no real reason. Yeah, you know, I mean, and I'm just wondering if you had any thoughts on. On, on what you've seen over the years with, with people. Because I'm sure you would have had clients who would have been the same, you know, very yeah. motivated for the first month and then they just disappear. Yeah. You know, I mean, what do you think is going on there? Yeah, it's it's definitely a big uh, answer and conversation. Mm. Um, but I think the, one of the first things is just trying to make it fun. So, like, uh, finding a sport you enjoy or if you like yoga or um, Pilates or boxing. Mm. So, I think that, that can always play into, um, you know, doing consistency yep. and keep turning up if you mm. find something you enjoy because like sometimes people their friends do it or they've someone else they follow done something and they've gotten results so it's like oh that's mm. what i gotta do but um if you can find something you enjoy i think that's a big thing um you know half the battle they talk about is just turning up yeah so i think oh, fi for sure <laughs> so fi finding something you enjoy i think convenient as well like um Maybe you might have to set up a little bit of a home gym for the days mm. that you can't make um, the gym. Mm. Maybe not like a full setup, just a kettlebell or just something. You know, something like, yeah, so that you're getting something in. Because mm. um, so, sometimes it might be a drive across town. or So trying to make things sort of easy, convenient. Uh, knowing yourself as well, like mm. um, sometimes people are motivated by like competition. Right. So they're at school and... They, you know, they're playing with their, their school sports teams or clubs. And once mm. they finish school, you know, they're at university and they, they meet up. Falls, fall fair, yeah. Yeah, so you, you might have to sign up to a team or mm. club or some sort of external I can uh, see that community, you know, like, because you like the community of it all mm. and being a part of something. And, and I see a lot of people that I do know who go to the gym. They they have a gym partner is what they call. Yep. Yeah, they yeah, say yeah, they've yeah. got a gym partners, so yeah. they motivate each other. Yeah. So that that makes sense, you know. And, and plus, it, it seems more enjoyable if it's a social event. Yep. You, you yeah. make it a social, you go hang out. You know, maybe you'll have a good chat with your friend while you're sort of on, you know, running or doing doing something. So, yeah, that that's that's interesting. It's just there's a, there's a big mentality 
pot to a two way because you because regardless of whether you put all these things available to a person, they have to be to a certain degree motivated for their own health, right? Yeah. Because that's what that's what fitness is all about is, is taking. Um, you feel that you're you're important enough to, that you want to take care of yourself and your body, and you obviously see the results as, as you go along. But I, and I'm talking from personal experience here because. Uh, I, I I agree 100% with what you say in terms of competition. I used to play a lot of rugby when I grew up and a lot of rugby when I moved here. And, uh, you know, my fittest moments has been during the times I've, I've, I've joined a sport. Yeah. Um, but then once the sport was gone, um, then 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 what, you know? So it's 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 a very interesting thing. But also, I think the, the hardest part is, is, is trying to see yourself as someone that's worth the effort. Right, you know, right, right. because I think it's easy for, I mean, we all realize when you're, you know, I mean, like I know looking at myself that like, you know, I could probably do this. I need to do this. You know, uh, I need to stop eating chips as I put it out in front of us <laughs> before you came in, you know, but like th there's a lot of unhealthy stuff that I know is unhealthy. But for some reason, I don't, I can't put myself into gear in terms of going to do stuff about it. Yeah. Because there was a time where, and speaking of competition, where there was like a weight loss competition at work. And it was like three weeks, you know, let's see who can sort of lose the amount of weight. And it was like sort of a real uh, half us, not really serious thing. But I got, I really got into it, you know, and, and, and I ended up, it was like a three week court challenge. And I went from 102 kilos to 93, yeah, yeah. which is a really unhealthy way to get sort of lose yeah. that much weight in three weeks. Um, but I noticed that because of the competition and my, and I'm a very competitive guy, not, not in the sports kind of way, but in terms of. Um, if anything, if if anyone puts a challenge to me, like a serious challenge, not like a half-assed challenge, like a serious challenge for this, I'll take that challenge and I'll run with it until the end. But I can't, it's, it's the consistency. I can't maintain it after it. Right, so right. I think there's like a big problem with, with mentality when it comes to working out and, and getting fit, you know? Yeah. There's got to be some sort of like uh, intrinsic motivation and, and mm. it comes out like a lot of it comes down to your like values as well like mm. if um you say you want to get fit and healthy or whatever um but it's it's not a value like yeah you gotta um find a way for that but a, a good one that i heard this guy uh ed Marlet, um mm. he's a bit of a speaker he talks about having integrity with yourself right so if you're like saying um i'm going to turn up three days a week and you miss a day um, you internally like let yourself down mm. and you lose integrity for yourself and then you you can like do that a few times uh, and then sort of get in a rut of um, you know sort of beating yourself down or yeah. you don't deserve yeah, yeah. it and all this sort of stuff so you got to build integrity for yourself like really make those first few steps that you set up mm. for yourself yeah, uh, yeah. so for me it's like um, and then becoming the person so like for me I put myself under pressure, like being a coach and trainers, like a coach and a trainer. My identity is that I'm in shape. Mm. So then that's what I, what, what does a person who's in shape and a trainer do? Mm. You know, I said, yeah, the yeah. example, I have to train and yeah. try to eat somewhat healthy. Yeah. So yeah, you got to sort of like find different ways to trick yourself in a way. But yeah, the integrity yeah. thing's big. You got to yeah. have integrity with yourself. Um, you know, not let yourself down. I understand that, and, and and that's a good point you brought up about having to trick yourself to some degree because you you, you really do, 
you know, mm. I think your your mind, you get into a rut and it's very difficult to just, and I mean, it's really difficult for a lot of people to just say, oh, just get over it and then just move on, yeah. you know. I mean, it's, it's a little bit more complicated yeah, than yeah. that. So being able to trick yourself is, it may be the key for a lot of people, you know. <laughs> so how do you trick yourself? <laughs> so tell me the secret, this this mystical uh, this mystical journey of how to, how to trick yourself into... You, <laughs> you can like... Um like osmosis, just hang out with people as well. True. Just by being around them, you mm. might um, pick up some different habits, mm. and because you're like, oh, I'm with, I'm with Yasha. Oh, I better not do this and that. I'm with Thing, so I better not do yeah, this yeah, and yeah. that. So that's that's a big one as well. Um, in terms of um, osmosis, you know, yeah, yeah, just yeah. picking up you, different habits. You and, hang out in, in an environment where it's more likely that these people have certain good habits that you want, yeah. and then you just pick it up just by being in the environment yeah for yeah. sure if you think about like um sporting teams say i, I think of like new Eng new england patriots michael jordan the the bulls or whatever like mm. if you go in there you sort of know that like tom brady michael jordan they have a certain expectations mm. and you're just like oh shit I'm, I'm not gonna muck around and it's a similar like with your with your health and fitness goals yeah. if you if you go around you're like oh i better not play out yeah you um, know like that type yeah, of thing yeah. yeah have you seen michael jordan's um documentary on um netflix yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, sure. I watched a little bit of it and it kind of plays exactly into this talk about the environment because people don't i don't know if, if anyone doesn't really know much about michael jordan aside from he was on space jam and he's a well-known basketball i mean he is almost the face of basketball in a way isn't he yeah, yeah. you know but but he was a to a certain point, he was a bit of a dick, wasn't he? To his other players. Yeah, not, yeah. Not intentionally to sort of say, I'm better than you. Yeah. But he did it in a way to try and up their game. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So being in an environment where you're around Michael Jordan and he's sort of, you know, obviously at his peak was the best of the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think being around him, and these are talented people already. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They, you know, and then if his, they made the NBA, they're good. Yeah. And, and they look at his work ethic and stuff and it's just how, I mean, that should be motivation enough. And I guess that's what caused a lot of other players to in, in a way probably not like him as much as we thought people liked him but it's still up the game so they mm. actually that that he michael created an environment i'm calling him michael like i know him personally <laughs> michael you know you yeah. know jordan you know um he created an environment where he made it so that everyone was upping the game and yeah. trying to elevate a bit more so yeah. that makes a lot of sense to me yeah. especially being uh how the environment plays a big factor in, in a lot of things that we do not just the fitness side of things you know i mean i mean if i moved into an environment where everyone were uh were going to the gym i'm sure i i would change you know yeah, i'm, I'm yeah. sure like eventually i'll get to, like even if it's not because i want to get fit myself or maybe to get them to stop hounding me about shit or maybe i got tired of looking at you know these really fit guys and then i look at myself like nah fuck this shit i, I want to be <laughs> i want to be like that you know yeah um, so yeah for sure i believe another, in that another thing is um a couple of things, you know, I don't know. This is just from my experience. Mm. Like you said, from what I've seen, mm. it's just education, but it's not yeah. very, it's not very sexy. Like if you uh, do a little bit of study on nutrition and uh, training and mm. like when you're doing things, you sort of know what's happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you're more likely to um, like follow it more because you sort of, yeah, I feel like that helped me a lot. Yeah. Just it's, studying it yeah. helped me um, like stay on track. Cause I'm like, Oh, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. I, do I don't think I, I think uh, talk about men in particular we don't respond well to learning things like in books nah, you know because nah. I think a majority of the time we learn better by doing and and seeing and experiencing more stuff yeah um so I can I can agree with you there when it goes like education is important right but is it the most effective way to get yeah. people off their asses and doing shit uh, yeah. and, then, and then another thing um 
that I've seen, it sounds, it's pretty sad though. It's like, it has to be like some real bad hurt. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, people have heart attacks or yeah. uh, life-threatening things and then they wake and up. they change. But yeah. like, yeah, sometimes people just won't thing until something happens. Yeah, I'm waiting for you know my, what I mean? I'm waiting for my first heart attack <laughs> and I'm going to be calling up, Yosh, I need a personal yeah, trainer. I'll pay, you, I'll pay you whatever. It I'll just pay click, you whatever you need. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like pain uh, clicks, you know what I mean? Well, uh, close calls, you know, so a, a brush with death will definitely change a person's perspective on or, how Or someone are. else, like someone they love or, oh, true, you know, yeah. like they see yeah. something um, yeah. when it hits home. Yeah. Like sometimes it's just not serious enough for people. That's the most powerful motivation, I think. Yeah. Is, is if, you, if it's not not the near brush of death thing. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, when you run into something that's affecting you personally, like like something tangible almost. Yeah. Because something like that, you, you can't you can't sort of look like. I mean, I to a certain degree, like you, you look at your neighbor, you know, and you know he's a little bit unwell, and and yeah. he sort of. Uh, has a heart attack but then gets you know recovers and starts to get a little bit fit you know that's still removed because you personally didn't experience that heart attack you can see like oh man that's pretty scary yeah you know man oh welcome go back to sort of eating my chips here you know so i think personal and and it may be that that that's definitely something that i can see happening is that if people experience some personal negative impacts on their health directly related to their lifestyle exactly yeah, yeah. that that's that's more than enough motivation yeah. to get people to do shit, you know? Yeah. And for me, I'm, I'm a bit of a cause and effect guy. Like, mm. I'll train because I know my headspace is going to be better. And then I, I got this from the mindfulness app. It's like, when you do it, you think of how you'll be better for your family. Mm. So it's not just for me, which, like, is a part of it too. Mm. But I'm going to turn up better for work, my family, whatever else I'm going to. So... I'm like, oh, I do these things. I'm oh, gonna turn up better. So th I, that's the way. I'm pretty like um, black and white like that in a way. Yeah, well, not really black and white. You, you sort of know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of science in that too. Yeah, like you do these certain things, and then mm. so I'm like, all right, it makes when I, sense. When I first heard of mindfulness, because my mindfulness is a big part of the job that I do. Yeah, I thought it was bullshit. I, <laughs> I thought <laughs> most it was guys like, do. I, that, I yeah. thought it was like no. It was more, <laughs> I was like, what is this, hip, this hippy-dippy <laughs> bullshit? These guys are sitting around. They got their eyes closed. But as a person, you know, and you can only relate to yourself with a lot of these experiences, is that I'm a person where my mind can go, not not in a sort of disorder sort of way, but like I can, my, I, I can be very busy with myself and I can do multiple things. But at the same time, I get, I, I'm not as present as I should be, yeah. you know, and, and I've noticed that a lot more in the work that I've done is that I have to be, I have to have my head on the swivel most of the time. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. At the same time, I need to be doing something different. Yeah. And if you're not mindful of what you're doing, that's leading to making big, big mistakes. And, and you know, um, the only news that nursing, you know, any nursing news that comes out is always terrible news about something happening, yeah. you know? So I'm always, I'm always, and I'm using the word mindful. I'm always more mindful of that but i've noticed mindfulness because we do mindfulness exercises every monday yeah and i've noticed that i have a trouble with being present in the moment most of the time which is actually a very important part of of interacting with other people you well, know don't we all though in a way yeah i think you know so. i mean like it's that's why people but it's more noticeable them go <laughs> yeah go years and years yeah and just, yeah so but i don't think people don't realize think that yeah. you know people don't realize that um that they 
their mind tends to wander. And and I think a lot of issues with um, interacting with family, interacting with your children, is due to. And, and I and I you know and I put my hand up first that I, I'm definitely guilty of this. Is that yeah, my, I think uh, like yeah. I'm very I can be very distracted. Like I can be present with my children, but still be very distracted at the same time. And you know, my wife is very good at being present with the children. And I look at how she works with with the kids, and she's very very present. While as for me, I'll be there. And I'll be really engaged, and then, oh, my mind's. I'm. I, I, I want to get up and do something different, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. not because I'm bored with what I'm doing. It's just that I find it very difficult to remain present in the moment. Yeah. And mindfulness is a very, very awesome technique to have because it comes in many shapes and forms. It's not, you know. And your podcast with um Anna is it Anna? No, no. Uh, Anatoly. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anatoly. So yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys did talk about mindfulness quite a bit, and and I related to it, you know, a hundred percent. And for anyone out there, especially males, you know, mindfulness is de is definitely something that people should look into. Yeah, well, I try to implement some of it when I was uh, zealous at the box and mm. um, at the end of a session. Yeah, and I noticed it made a lot of people really uncomfortable. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I try to invest, investigate yeah. into it. It's, I think you have to get into a sort of setting for it. Yeah, there has to be a certain setting like for a mindfulness. Like a safe place, you know, or something like that. A yeah. quiet place, yeah, ideally yeah. with people that you trust. Yeah. Because mind, as, as good as mindfulness can be, if people who have trauma, yeah, you know, and, and that's not addressed properly, mindfulness can be very triggering for a lot yeah. of people. Because um, people who have experienced trauma um, use different strategies to deal with that. And most of the time, it's is um suppressing it you know so if you think about what mindfulness does it actually makes you think about what's happening for you then there in the moment you actually have to address those emotions yeah you know address those thoughts address those feelings then and there and if you're not that and if you're a person who's unfortunately experienced trauma in their life it can be very dangerous yeah it can be very dangerous very triggering yeah, so, so it's, I it's cut not it for everyone because yeah. of that. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't so think So you probably noticed, you started to yeah. notice that people, and people, you know, they may not be triggered or anything, but they just wouldn't engage with it nah, because, no. you know, as soon as you, it's one of those things like, like, you know, you start a mindfulness session, it's like, okay, everyone's just going to get you to close your eyes, you know, just concentrate on your breath. Yeah. And then straight away, the someone's like, nah, fuck this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I got to go to the toilet. Yeah, and then just yeah. walks off. Yeah. And then, but it, it's, it's definitely a, a, a worthwhile tool also to, to help with trauma, you know, because. A lot of people who dysregulate in, in their mood and emotion, and you, and you see this when people get angry, you know, they start just screaming, yelling, you can't really talk to them and stuff like that because their their so emotions are everywhere. Mindfulness can help bring that back in, bring that back into yourself and, and become present in the moment. So it, it can be very helpful. Yeah. But I think it's a tool that needs to be done by someone who really knows what they're doing. Yeah. So the only uh -huh. people that I know who do... Um, mindfulness classes are occupational therapists because they're trained and that's their so that they do mindfulness stuff through there. Nurses too, um, but I think you you have to do a certain training that's aimed at you know of how, how to do mindfulness. But psychologists do it really well. Mm. You know, psychologists are very good at um because with mindfulness you you do you use different scenarios, you use different senses. You know, sometimes they'll play music of the beat, sometimes they'll do this and that, and um. It can be a very, very useful tool, but but yeah. it's, at the same time, it's not for everyone, and, yeah. and some people need to be approach it very carefully. Yeah, as, the, at the same time. Yeah, I, th I mentioned uh, before as well the uh, the app, the Mind Mindspace is really Mindspace good, is, and is Calm as well one. is another yep. really good one as well. Yep. So they can be a really good place yep. to get started and and it's a good one get you off they, on the right foot. Sort of and thing. it definitely introduces you really well into yeah. what mindfulness is like, you know, because I don't think those apps will 
overtly trigger anything trauma. But you know, there's in saying that, you know, not a lot of people have had trauma. No, no, that's a lie. Sorry. There are people who have trauma but can deal with it and manage it a lot more better and may actually find it really helpful. Yeah. Because you know, I kind of put it, my last conversation I just had now kind of puts it in the bad light for people who have trauma. But actually, I, I forgot, I, I should have actually mentioned that it's also been very helpful for a lot of people because yeah. it grounds them. And the grounding part is very important for a lot of people. Yeah. I only, I only mentioned those because um, people might be like myself, like, I, I don't want to go to like a doctor or, you know, mm. I might, I might afterwards. You know, like yeah. a nurse or psychologist, yeah, yeah. I sort of want to do things, figure things out on my own. So, like, even though you might need That's one, such a dude thing, eh? Yeah, yeah. Like, no, so I'm, I'm like, not going to the doctor. You're but I'll crazy. use this this mind spa, uh, mind space yeah, app yeah, yeah. on my own. Yeah. I'll do that. Maybe it's not as good as that, but uh, and plus people might not be able to afford that as well. So, mm. mind space is pretty. Yeah, um, there's heaps of um, oh, headspace. It's headspace. Yeah, headspace. Headspace. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's heaps of um, so the, free yeah, there's different stuff. things. There's, that, there's heaps of free yeah. online stuff, and if people just want to read about it, it it's, yeah. it's very helpful. There's a lot of free stuff out there as well. Yeah. Another, another good one that I picked up from, I did a Valiant Men course, and mm. one of them was called like Grooves. I think I don't know if it was called Grooves, but that was what we did. Like imagine, uh, like waterfall, mm. and you know the, the water runs down and creates grooves in the rocks. Yeah, and so we have grooves of thinking sometimes, and. So what we were told is if you get like a certain thoughts, you, you have like on ramps. So like mm. grooves that would go off the ones right. that you have. And so right. you, would, you would think about something fun or that you would like to do or something that excited you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. every time I get like bad or dodgy thoughts, that would be my automatic go-to. Mm. So, so my thought was um, like parkour, like uh, uh, jumping and climbing. Cause uh, like I like the, it seems sort of fun and exciting. It does sound fun, yeah. You know, and so whenever I get those thoughts, I try to on ramp onto these things. Mm. So break that groove of yeah. So chasing that monkey and chasing pathway. it down the street, you know, yeah. it create a new thought pathway. Yeah, almost, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, because you can't ignore the certain thoughts because mm. certain things will trigger it. Yeah, yeah, and for we sure. can beat ourselves up like, oh, I, I mm. thought of it again. I'm a piece of shit, whatever. But if you're just like, no, I'm not a piece of shit. I just Start thinking about these yep. other things. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad thing. No, it's, it's yeah. definitely not a bad yeah. thing. And another way that um, the people do it uh, with mindfulness is that a lot of the time, like, like I've mentioned multiple, multiple times, is, <laughs> is it's about grounding, yeah. right, and, and being present. And it's normal for your mind to wander. Yeah. And it's normal for your mind to have weird, you know, a, a thought, a random thought that may not be related to the mindfulness exercise that you're doing. And the important thing is not trying to push that thought away yeah. it's not trying to suppress that thought it's acknowledging you have that thought sort of sort of just see why you've had that thought and then try and compact it and put it away for later so it's, it's exactly the same how you sort yeah. of exp you know your analogy of sort of using the highway and then using that as a way to sort of drift off in a different direction yeah, you know? yeah. but you but it's the same thing you, you acknowledge you've had that thought and then you move on yeah i don't beat up. myself up over it you don't have you know, to beat yeah. yourself out but that's what it, yeah. you can do if you don't really know Exactly. You're like, man, why do I keep thinking about this? This is, you know, mm. I'm a bad person. It's like, no, you're not. No, no. You just develop these different things yeah, that it, can it's, help it's, you out. To a certain degree, it's, it's you know, it's your your background and, and what you've done so far. Yeah. And, and there's certain, listen, certain words and certain environments can trigger these thoughts, you exactly, know, un yeah, unconsciously. Yeah. And it's not, a lot of the time, you know, and there's that debate whether you have control of your thoughts or you don't have control of your thoughts yeah. at, at the same time. But at the end of the day, it's, you, you should definitely acknowledge that, okay, I've had this thought. 
Um, but I don't. But I, this is not the aim of what I'm trying to do. I'm gonna refocus on on this, yeah. and that's 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 a good exercise to have for a lot of people. Mm. You know, because mm. um, as you as you know, knowing me for this short period of time, my mind can easily fucking wander, <laughs> and we can go into multiple multiple different things, and then we'll be like, "What the? F- how did we end up here? We're talking about Trump now. What, we're talking about mindfulness before, you know." So it's the saying saying on um, and I'm trying to be very good at staying on topic. Nah, that's you know, cool, right. um, not too long ago. Uh, maybe last not too long ago last year um i partook in like that um that weight loss uh competition and i decided exercise is something that i find very difficult and i don't think it's the exercise that i may need but possibly a change in diet so i went down this massive keto um keto journey and 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 on a personal level i felt the most energetic and healthiest that i've ever felt but i know diets and stuff it comes in waves like a new fad will come through and a new right, fad right. will come through um and and obviously diets work but then it's about the longevity of whether that diet can be used for you well what's your thoughts on as a personal trainer or you know um what's your thoughts on on dieting what, what and, and i know this is sort of like a loaded question or a shit question really but like if you had to choose one dieting or exercise what what would you sort of um what would you sort of uh put it what would you sort of choose yeah. oh I choose the, the nutrition. Um, mm. My thoughts on that is sort of find out what works for you, play around with things. Mm. You know, try maybe yeah, try the keto a little bit, mm. try um, the carnival or the whatever. Carnival and, and but like really pay attention like to what's happening with your body, how you feeling, mm. how you react, how's your sleep going, mm. and just like process of elimination. See what works for you. Like add carbs in, take carbs out. Yeah, add a bit of fat. Um, but you can't really do that, and I don't want to go too long on about it. But unless you have the education of what it is, because I talk to people and they don't know what fat is and what carbs are, what good fat is, so and all yeah, that stuff, yeah. So you sort of have to have like a little bit of a background mm. in that, so you can play around and um, see what works for you. Mm. Um, so that that that's the way I look at it. Um, yeah, so I, I play around with things all the time yeah. to see how things work, and then like you said with the sus- sustainability, um, and then also like what what um are you willing to give up so this might get you to a certain point but are you willing to give up um give it up for good family uh little gatherings and Mm. so yeah so you might get to a certain point where it's not where you want to be but it's pretty good i'm i'm in decent shape yeah pretty healthy but to to go to the next level i'm gonna have to give give up this which i'm not willing to or maybe you are so, so sort of being realistic on what you are willing to give up and what you aren't. Mm. And then, so for me, like, I'm not in the best shape that I am, but I'm, I'm all right for because I'd rather have more time with my family and stuff. Mm. So uh, for me to get to the, the shape that I want would mean giving up more of that. So that, you've got to be that aware of that. You've got yeah. to be aware of that. Yeah. So I'm, I've got to be accepting of my body and where I'm at. Because there's trade offs, yeah. there's trade offs with with everything. Exactly. Isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So you and, gotta and understand that. That's a difficult one, is Islanders, eh? Because we love our food, eh? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's. I'm not willing to trade it off, so that's why I'm going to live with a bit of extra body fat. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm alright with. Yeah. So you got to come to terms with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I don't think there's there is a correct way of doing things. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. there's it, like like you said earlier. You know, you there's definitely certain things that you need to cater that caters probably better to you, but at the same time, is it worth? the is is it going to be long you know yeah. because it can be yeah, stressful it can be very stressful yeah like trying to cut these things out when your partner or family's eating it that's stressful that's not good oh, so man. you're better off probably eating it and making little tweaks i, I could i could tell mm-hmm. you when when i went hard on the keto way like right, right, like right. from a guy who 
eats like a whole loaf of bread to himself, you know, and noodles. You know, the very very you're it's gonna be it's a massive change. It was so like it was good. Like I can, I definitely saw the benefits, and I definitely agree with what you say. I wasn't willing to give up the rest of the stuff at the end of it, um, also because it was too hard. You know, I was dreaming of bread. Right. You know, I was. I used to just go into the fridge and just smell the bread, just because I was that craving. Right, it, you know? right, right. Like I, I noticed my body just like what you know. It's like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. The bread's right there, man. Have some bread. Yeah. And it actually, the good thing. One of the good things about dieting is that you you become more aware of what you're eating and what you're putting into your body, yeah, yeah. which is which is which is which was a big change for me because I went straight. Like I said, I went straight keto, did the good fats, you know, cut out all the bad fats and cut cut out all the um the carbs and stuff. And and I did notice where all my money and where all my food was coming from. It was really really mm. unhealthy. And and even minor stuff like just snacking, you know, yeah. I, I really went hard on that. But I noticed a lot of improvement. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of keto because keto does come with its own negative stuff. You know, there's a talk about it ruins your liver and all this other things. You know, and not to mention it's based a lot, a lot, a lot around fat and stuff like that. You know, and people really get confused, like you say. Yeah. You know, there's a big difference between like you know, like saturated fats and you know all these other things. That's Mono, a little bit more, yeah, yeah. yeah, a little bit more. Um, what you might call it. It's a little bit more complicated than yeah, just like yeah, people's sure. understanding, mundane yeah. understanding of fats yeah. and stuff like that. I eh? yeah, well, um, I know no one will probably listen, but like you have to educate educate yourself on it because mm. and people are like oh, I don't have enough time, but really do like I don't want to be like those ranters, but we just got to get off our phone like. 15, 20 minutes, read some stuff on it or listen to a podcast about certain nutrition things that yeah. you're crying about. Uh, don't watch the television television program, you know, for a week or something, and then do some, re like we have the time to do it. I think so. And like, it's really serious because it could change, it could give you extra 10 years of your life. Mm -hmm. It could change the tra trajectory or that's a, no, that's how it it, is, yeah. of your life and your family because mm. the education, your kids are going to follow it. Um, mm. maybe your nephews you know stays around hangs around so you, we've got to sacrifice the time that we muck around that we think that we can't give up to educate ourselves because like mm. you know to do keto like uh, i think a lot of people wouldn't even know like wh like what that is what and, it is yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like what it, how it works and what it means and mm. all that sort of thing so yeah, just, I'm big on just, education. You have to yeah. sacrifice time here and there. Because if you're not educated, some, you'll just do something without really knowing what exactly, you're getting into. Yeah. And it could be really bad for you. Exactly. You and, then, and you might uh, get through it, um, but, you know, you, you don't really know what happened, mm. you know? And you want to, like, sort of sort of track the journey in your mind of what happened yeah. and how it worked and that sort of stuff. Cause, so cause part of so the, that's, that's the big thing for me. Yeah, because part of dieting is being more self-aware of what you're doing yeah, to yourself yeah, and, and yeah. what you're putting in your body. Yeah. So it's not just um you just, you've cut out stuff. You're being more self-aware, I yeah. think, which, which is a very important part of the dieting process. Whatever diet you're on, you know, you're on yeah. the Atkins diet, you're on the keto diet, you're on the you know, no-carb diet, the carnivore diet. Yeah. Which, which is probably going to be my next favorite diet because it's just pure yeah, meat, yeah, yeah. you know? It's pretty good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. But um, what you can do, like, if, if you like the, the keto thing, you know, mm. do it a couple of days a week. And so, yeah. yeah, so, you know, you don't have to go hardcore. You don't have to go hardcore. Silly. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it was really interesting because reading into keto, it, the whole aim is to get you into the stage of, of uh, ketosis. Uh, ketosis. Yeah. And, and that's basically a state. Um, I mean, ketosis, if you're a diabetic, you know it very well that ketosis is not a good thing for you. You know, because that's when your body starts to use the fat in your um that that's stored up for energy, yeah. while is uh 
previously you, your body may have been using um the carbs or whatever the food glycogen. that you into the glycogen yeah. already so i mean i mean ketosis can be a bad thing because you know it one of the byproducts is um ketones and that could be a very you know ketones in, in high levels can be very bad for you but um th- but that's for people who are diabetic right yeah I- i'm i'm sure there's very uh safe ways for people who are diabetic to yeah. do it but and i noticed when i i, I got into ketosis ketosis quite quickly <laughs> because right. of just how much my body had relied on external sort of carbs and stuff like right, that right, yeah. and i just remember just running hot day eh? just running hot the entire yeah. the entire three weeks i think i i got into ketosis in like day two yeah of the diet and and that's usually uh that's normal apparently that's normal for people who are just starting it but then i just it was a very interesting um interesting uh process because i didn't see any difference in in my presentation like i definitely felt more energetic i definitely wasn't needing as much sleep i was getting decent eight hours sleep and getting up quite easily and and not sort of like oh morning time you know i felt good to get up but the biggest change was that other people could see what the changes in you and that's sort of a very interesting aspect because we can never see improvements in ourselves most of the time right because the improvements are so subtle and i think it's important as human beings because we want to see results now hey yeah you know you can't wait like you can't sort of um wait like you know two months down the line and then you sort of really see something different yeah yeah but yeah i was was very um i was happily surprised but at the same time very concerned about how my diet is so shit yeah yeah. but you have to be kind to yourself as yeah. well you know but yeah it's it's cool man what you're saying just yeah just making the little adjustments but then it's hard because some people are like all or nothing type of people that's me yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's yeah. me man <laughs> but yeah I, I haven't quite figured out the the psychology of of communicating how you know yeah, yeah, yeah. with with that because yeah. i'm not that type of person so yeah but i don't know how to yeah, I haven't quite figured out how to communicate that. Yeah, I, you know I, what I mean. Like, yeah, it's a difficult one because I think that's my biggest downfall is that yeah. I'm all or nothing. Yeah. So if I don't feel like I'm getting anything from it, even if it's like a minor inconvenience, that that's it. So I actually <laughs> I actually stopped because I'd won the competition in the end. You know, I like I said, I dropped from 103 kilos to 93. Yeah. You know, and and blew everyone out of the water because that that's a ridiculous amount of weight to lose yeah. in three weeks, and obviously a very unhealthy way of doing it. Um, but you know, once I won that, you know, won that competition, you know, gave everyone the finger, said, fuck you, man, I'm the <laughs> best. I'm the best. You guys suck. You know, this is easy, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why are you guys crying there in the corner, man? I'm doing fine. You know, but, um, but then I, I stopped then and there you yeah. know, because I gotten what I wanted out yeah. of it. So I think for me, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate to that is that you need the, the overarching long-term goal yeah. of wellness. Yeah. You know, it can't just be for this little this little period of time of three weeks where you're gonna yeah. go hardcore, and then you know you just drop off at the end because you've you've won you know whatever uh, monetary value that you yeah. want at the end. So that that's a hard thing, yeah. I think, because not a lot of people. And I'm and I'm and I'm generalizing obviously, and I haven't really actually spoke to people about it, but I, I know a lot of people who are not in shape, right? And I'm not gonna name names because I'm one of those people who are not in shape, and. The difficult thing that I tend to see in a lot of people is that they can't put their own well-being ahead of everything else in their mm, life. That's a good point. You know? Really good point. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what's the like, and you're right. There's definitely a psychology to it. There's definitely yeah. a reason behind all of that stuff. 
um what it is i don't know either you know yeah. whether it's um low self-esteem which obviously comes with yeah being i think they play pay a part in it. Yeah. yeah you know um you know access as well you know um you know support systems because obviously you need you know you need some sort yeah. of support system to sort of get through it but, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a big complicated thing uh, it is. what you're saying with the uh the short-term thing that's so true like the, the six-week challenges and mm these before and after photos like i see all that but like when i walk around i don't see people in shape no it's like it's obviously not working and like no. I, I don't want to like toot my own horn but i've been between 10 and 15 percent body fat for like over maybe like 13 years shit son and um but no one will listen to me because i talk the long game yeah it's, it's well, not no sexy one wants it. it's it's not sexy yeah. it's not fun yeah um but yeah i sort of like I don't try to preach it anymore. I think in the beginning I was like, "Man, do this and that," and now I'm just oh, like, "You are those annoying fitness yeah, guys." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on, guys, yeah, you, yeah. just take some pride in yourself. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, let's, let's go down to the gym. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do that stuff. But but I, only but if right. like people approach me now, that well, I'll talk because, to them, because you're I know showing them. Actually, yeah, but yeah. but you're showing them, right? I don't think anyone likes you know being told, "Oh man, look," you know. I mean, no one's going around saying, "Listen, you're a fat piece of shit." You know, why don't you go to the gym? <laughs> No, I mean, no one's no one's saying that, you know. I mean, it's coming from a good place because you've seen the benefits and you've obviously worked in the industry for a long period of time and you can see, you know, this is this is gonna be good for you. And yeah. like you said, it may give you another ten years. Yeah. You know? But no one wants to be reminded that they're unfit. You know, yeah, no one yeah. wants some fit guy to come in and say, Oh man, you know, well, why don't you come and come to the gym with us? Because they may agree with everything you're saying, but you're telling them that you they need to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, in, a, in a weird psychological Especially way. Especially us guys. We don't want to be told anything. Uh, I think we're more... <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've kind of removed myself from that situation where I don't take that kind of feedback negatively now. Right, like, right, Because oh, right. I kind of... I've, I've made myself believe that these people who who have the time to come out and say, like, listen, why don't you, you know, let's get, get a bit fit, you know? I mean, you know... It, it's not because you're fat or anything like that, but you know, it's really fun and it's good for you. You know, yeah. I think that's coming from a really good place and I've sort of re allowed myself to not take any offense to that. But you're right. A lot of people, not just guys, you know, women too. Um, they're very, um, it's a very uh, <laughs> sensitive subject. Eh? Yeah. I get, I get um, like, cause yeah, like I was saying, I was, you know, very eager person to talk about and try mm -hmm. to help everyone and everyone. Uh, but now I, I just, I'm like, I'm, I'm tired of this conversation. <laughs> in a way yeah 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 i'm like let's get on with because i'll have like uh family and friends and like they're still talking about it. i'm like let's get on to the next thing of like uh how's your um your training like different programs yeah um, yeah you're doing hot colds now like mm. you know what i mean like yeah, different, yeah, yeah. different element of health mm. or fitness you know or you're trying a new sport or a new craft or mm. like we're still on that same thing a different experience like when are we going to but change still health and fitness yeah yeah but like a different experience like let's get past that mm. you know like yeah i mean you got into that sport you always wanted to play or mm. um you, you finally went to those yoga classes or those mindfulness classes, you know, yeah, like that yeah, type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm tired of this. Like, yeah. you're talk, talking about the, the two, two, three, two or three times that you lost the weight and put it back on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, let's I, get past that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and yeah. I agree. I mean, it's one maybe of it the, sounds a bit insensitive, I, but I want to go to the next thing. I, I don't think that's insensitive. It's, it's your, you're, you're right. You know, and I'm, I'm very guilty of that as well. Is that, you know, I always reflect back on that time. Uh, I lost all that weight, and I brought up that example of, of the keto thing. But but no, but but it's very true because I can 
I know that it's good for me to to work out and do all these things, and I've seen the results. But then I was like, oh, but I've gained the weight back now because I'm back to 103, yeah. probably pushing 104 now. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it's 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 a very good thing that someone else is like, what? I don't want to hear that story, man. Okay, you lost. You know, you did the six six week yeah. challenge, and you you know you did amazing, yeah. and now you've gained all the weight back. What was the fucking point? Yeah, I want to hear about What's your point? your boxing fight coming up. I want to hear about mm. you trying this new breathing technique. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah. know, like that type yeah. of thing. Let, let, let's, let's keep do something here. different. Yeah, let's, let's keep do something different. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that that's definitely something that's going to be very difficult. That, that this climb, do. this climb, or you know, this yeah. uh, the half marathon, or you know, like that type of so thing. I don't, yeah, so I don't know why. And I guess that's the whole one of the main things that I find very interesting is that we always find very difficult, uh, find it very difficult to progress forward. You know, we know what's good for us. We know we've seen the results. We've done the six week challenge and I've dropped 10 kilos, you know, and I'm feeling great, you know, and then there's just something there that's just missing. That's not allowed us to continue that on because mm. I'm guessing that's the whole reason people started six week challenges. You know, yeah. you do the challenge because you know it's going to bring in people because we're fucking competitive at the end yeah. of the day. You know, we want to be better than the other person. You know, we want to win. Yeah. You know, as human beings, you want to you want to win. Want the results too. You want the results yeah, too. Quick. Well, yeah, you definitely want the results quick. But there's no. It's almost like once that six week challenge is done, I think the idea is for people to be so happy with their fitness that it continues on but it doesn't always happen you know and i don't yeah. know whether it's a, a mentality thing or whether people just don't really care that much and are just doing it for the, com the, the competition but there's definitely something in there um that that's probably untapped or, or sort of yeah. un unrecognized at the time and, yeah. and and this uh discussion we're having now is a is a big big reason why i wanted to get up because i feel like we got our gym to a certain point where mm. it's an awesome community and awesome people were doing good stuff but i wanted more yeah uh, i wanted to integrate uh yeah, like i was saying the hot colds mm. breathing um like have all these specialty things like have a physio on side yeah but everyone wasn't keen on it oh. you know like we're just sort of happy with they're just happy banging with the it CrossFit. up yeah, just, just playing that. I was like, oh, this is not me. I want to I yeah. keep going. And because you want you want to change. You want to constantly evolve. Yeah. Because yeah. I was actually going to ask you that next because, you know, running the gym for eight years, and, and that's a success in, yeah. in, in my books. If you can run anything for eight years and it's your decision to sort of, you know, no longer pursue it anymore because, you know, maybe it's not satisfying the sort of need that you had at the time or maybe your ideas have changed or your motivations yeah, have changed. Yeah. So, um. What what's it like? I mean, because obviously there was a lot of people that must have come to the gym and, and were regulars and things like that. I mean, how did people react when you sort of said, "I'm fucking over this shit, guys. I'm moving <laughs> on." I mean, I mean, how how did you approach it with your with with the people that you worked with and and with the regulars there? I mean, I mean, how how did that go down? Yeah, I think people were pretty understanding. Like, because uh, as I've shared before, like um, you know, it was a bit of a mixture of things. You know, mm. one thing was I wanted more like you know, the, the different classes and different mm. offerings. And then another part was, uh, you know, me and my wife, you know, having a daughter and one mm. on the way. So time, just having my evenings back. Yeah. So it's a bit of a, a mixture thing. of things. Yeah. Um, but I think people were pretty understanding. Some were a little bit pissed off, but I think once <laughs> once, once they heard the reasonings, yeah. um, they sort of got it. And like, because, you know, a lot, most of our members had families in that. Mm. So they were like, oh, okay. It's they sort of put them... got mad. So some people were, uh, they, you know, they put themselves in my shoes and they're like, oh, mm. okay, I, I get what you mean. And, mm. um, but the gym's doing well because I honestly believe when I was leaving that they would do better without me because the gym was a community gym. Yes, yes. And so like it more reflects 
who the members and coaches are. Mm, Whereas like sure. I was more competitive and wanted to keep pushing the needle. Mm. Um, so me as uh, the leader, it, it didn't reflect. It wasn't right. congruent. Yeah, It's more congruent now. So they're doing really well from okay. what I can see. Yeah, and, and oh, I, that's good. I catch up with um, my sister and brother-in-law and, and like... Oh, so they're still open. So no, they're, they're, they're running, running it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. still closed, Ellis? Uh, uh, Overflow. Overflow. Overflow now. Yeah. Okay. So I, I took the name. Uh, I think a few people were pissed off, but... Um, it was my name. <laughs> yeah, well, like, yeah, it, yeah. It's your brand. <laughs> Why the fuck would you yeah. give it to someone and else? I, I'm carrying on, and I just, I just didn't want to see it uh, portrayed in a way that I didn't. You didn't agree it. with. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's fair enough. So man. I didn't want to come off as being a dick or whatever, but the, the, I, I couldn't, I couldn't live with it if I saw it and it wasn't what I Imagine, wanted. Imagine, you got, know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because you would have worked so hard to build up that brand, and then to see someone yeah. just run into the ground would be oh, so I mean, heartbreaking. Like, if it, no, if, they might not run like. They no, might I'm just saying successful. If, if, if it did. No, if they were successful, but it wasn't still the way that I wanted it to be. Oh, if the that image. Yeah. 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 They, okay, they, I would have been more because like, man, this guy better not fuck up my image. <laughs> Eight years of hard work and this this person comes yeah. around and, and but that's fair enough. It like I said, it's it's your 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 brand, you know? Yeah. Like you don't you, you get to decide what you do with it. And you know, I mean at the end of the day, um like you said, people had already built a little community no, at that well. gym anyway. It's, so it's more congruent now. Oh, that's good. You know, like uh, I, I think it was good me leaving because now, you know, when you have like, uh, what's his name? Like, you know, I follow the rugby league and mm. Bellamy left. He was with the, I think he was with the Raiders and Wayne Bennett. They left and now they've become great coaches. Like, yes, you know, sometimes yeah. it's good to leave and you grow. Sometimes, yeah. And so yeah. I feel like they're all growing more without me. Mm. You know, and then I'm growing as but well. But I was about to say, yeah, you're so also everybody's, growing yourself. Everybody's winning. So that's a good thing. That, that's the way I look at it. No, I, and I feel it, like it was a good thing for everyone. And it sounds good too. And and it looks like you guys all left on on very good terms, which yeah, is sometimes I mean, not always possible. There's always like a little bit of uh, something there, but mm. I think overall it was good. Yeah, you know, that's that's and, and that's the best you can ask for at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. You know, and I guess if, if there was any sort of animal, no, not really animosity, but like sort of uh, maybe, maybe sadness that you'd left, it, it would be because you would have you would have been a very big part of that gym and. And having you go because you would have been the face of it. You would have been yeah, the main yeah. guy that ran yeah. it, and like, like, like anything, you know, um, like anyone who's the who's the face of a, of a business, especially a com- Let, let's not call it a business. It's a community at the end of the day, yeah, you know, because yeah. you know a lot of people was, grow yeah, to learn yeah, each other, yeah. you know. And if the main person who brought this community together leaves, it, there there is a, a significant sense of loss there. Yeah. So that makes sense that people may have been a little bit sort of like, oh, well, why are you leaving us? You know, yeah. I can't believe you fucker, you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, I don't know, there's a little bit of uh, yeah, a little bit of that, and I haven't been back. Like, so they've been going. I don't know, maybe one or two months, but. Mm. I didn't want to go back maybe three months and I'll drop in here and there because yeah, I yeah. wanted them to have a clear sense of who's running it now. And a clean break, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah clean break and mm. and not sort of lingering around because some of them were like, oh, come drop in and that, but I was like, nah, nah, everything's good. I will, I will, mm. but I just, yeah, want a clean break, Yeah, clear sense of who's leading it, who's the coaches, who's doing things. In a way, you're it, still acting as a leader as well because you've allowed them to progress and you sort of step back completely. Yeah, I just, I know? really wanted to do that. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm doing a bit of coaching in the school holidays at a different oh, yeah? gym. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's pretty good. So, um, so it's not like you're not doing anything gym-related. No, no. I want to get into um, – my goal is to get into, like, strength conditioning, like, in schools. Okay. So, uh, you know, um, I'm teacher aiding at Avondale College. I've got a junior girls basketball team. Okay. So I'm starting there because along the journey, I was like, I only want to work with people who are motivated. Mm. And being an athlete myself – uh, or athletes are motivated. 
They have to be, yeah. Yeah, because you want to win, you want to improve. Mm. Um, you don't want to let the coach, your teammates down. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, because along the way, I felt like uh, a lot of me and like other trainers and coaches of business owners and fitness, we wanted it more than they wanted it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I was and like, I want to be in an environment where everybody wants it. Mm. We're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, so, it does make sense because you're so right. So I was like, I want to get away from this. Yeah. I want to be coaching athletes who are hungry. I don't have to uh, call and text them. Like, because that's, that's, did they want be, it as well. As a trainer, I can imagine that's the ideal, right? The yeah. people that you're training and you're working with want to be there as much as you or yeah. even more. Yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah. that's, that's all you can ask at the end of the day, I'm guessing, as a trainer is like, I'm going to fucking be there. I expect you to be there yeah. even before me, yeah. you know, because that's because at the end of the day, you're training someone who wants to be trained. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. So that's so, pretty cool. So it's been, yeah. So that's sort of the vision now, strength conditioning and, mm. and, and then making an impact through that, mm. like uh, through the kids and the relationships. So I'm still like a part of a community and yeah. a team. So I've been coaching the girls for uh, about a month now and I'm loving it. Eh? I'm learning. Mm, that's cool. It's like a new stimulus now. Nice. And uh, and it's going to help uh, when I coach my daughters as well. So Yeah, that's right. Uh, how yeah. to communicate and be, able to be a better coach. But just that energy thing of mm. people who are not motivated, um, you know, I, was, I figured out that that was, they were taking that that I could have gave to myself and my family. Right. You get the what time, I'm saying? The time. The time. And it's and, a lot and of energy. energy and, yeah, when you yeah. want something for someone. But they don't really they don't want share to, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you wanted to give it back. So like, you're like, I oh, meet me here, boom, they're there, and then they, they, they're killing it. So you're like, fuck me, and then nice. so you want to yeah. like, yeah. So you're giving energy to each other. You, f you feed off each other. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be absolute with that. Like there was people that were giving it back, but mm. then people that weren't as well. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to completely, do, do you work, completely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but how, bad mouth at all. Yeah. How, how do you work with someone like that who? Has, for example, hired you as a personal trainer and you said, okay, listen, I need you to be fucking here at this time. You know, this is what we're going to run with. And they sort of get there and they're sort of like doing the exercise half-assed or they're not really, you know, giving you that 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 sense that they really fucking want it, you know? Because not everyone can. <laughs> yeah, you know, not yeah. everyone can be like, yeah, fucking, I'm going to Well, that's where they hire you, shit. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how do, you, how do you work with that? How do you get people... At, I guess, how do you get people motivated to enact change in themselves? I think like most things, like when I be, first became a Christian, you're like hungry as, and then uh, I'm in class and the teacher was talking about when she first started, she was like so eager and that. Mm. And so the same as the trainer, like I was so eager, like I was like, I'm going to give them like the energy. I'm going to bring it. I'm going to help. I'm going to carry them. And then over time, you're like, you get tired of it. Yeah. Just like a teacher or like yeah. any career, you like get a little bit like oh, I'm, I'm sick of yeah, I'm, I'm sick of carrying this yeah this thing I'm and so, I'm suck. I'm tired of fucking dragging this guy yeah, yeah. around the field so, and he doesn't want to be here. Yeah, so you like so you do start off with that like it's mm. all good, you know, do your best, whatever you know, yeah. like you sort yeah. of just put out with it mm. and so you sort of just take what what they give you and you work with it. I guess you need but to now be, I'm like, ah, oh, no, yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. You need to be as, uh, I guess, really dedicated to see it through to the end. Yeah. You, yeah, you got to keep uh, educating yourself, be the example. Like, because a big part of what I learned is, is psychology, man, like coaching mm. and being a trainer. Uh, a lot of psychology. Yeah, man. it's a lot. Of, and that's another thing, like what I was saying with the mentor um, in the beginning, is you mm. need to study psychology yeah, in some yeah. sort of uh, sense. sense. Yeah. 
uh, maybe not like the university psychology, but you know, just communication, like an, an introductory, yeah, 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 psychology yeah, because something like that, yeah, yeah. I mean, any just any read some books on it, um, yeah. Any, like any course that introduces you to uh, the basics of psychology, you instantly learn so much more about the human condition and the human mind, and and a lot of things that you may have not really realized why people do things that they do. Yeah. So I mean, that, yeah, it's that, pretty good. Some of the books I read got me further as a trainer, as a coach, than like my knowledge of movements and exercise prescription and that. Mm. Does that make, yeah, yeah like, it, it that got me further. Me, yeah, learning yeah. how people think and body language. Uh, yeah, that that helped me more. Because you, you obviously you've you've quoted so many books in this podcast, so obviously you're a very prolific reader. So, yeah, because so I just don't know. Yeah, and so, I'm like, I, I'm so you're stuck. hungry for knowledge, right? I'm stuck. Yeah. I don't know how to help this person, so yeah. I'll like look it up, find something to read, and and, yeah. and sort of get another person's perspective yeah. or experience. Yeah, and and that works really well, I guess you know, because you only know what you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really have any like big mentors. That's why I was saying search was, them out. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, um, and, and we kind of got derailed, not derailed, sorry, distracted because you you did bring up mentoring as something that you know as a was really important um that when I didn't starting have, out, yeah, and yeah. you didn't have and it was was a barrier um yeah, I mean, uh, how why why do you think there's not enough mentors out there is it because there's not a lot of, and i'm thinking specifically you know pacific island mentors um out there at the moment to sort of help um up and coming people like you know at the beginning when you started is, is there just not a lot of people running in this in, in the fitness um arena at the moment or do you think a lot of people just so busy with their own stuff that they don't have time to mentor yeah i'm not i'm not um fully sure that but i think one of the things is just maybe a bit of pride like i'm like ah, i think i know oh, yes yeah. maybe like that was a bit of my, me as well mm. like being a young guy mm. and having all i don't the need help having all <laughs> the energy and the passion um thinking i knew um mm. there was a movie you know the Field of Dreams. Yeah, Kevin Costner. Yeah, the Kevin Costner. And yeah, yeah. Um, there's the voice, you know, and he's like, "Build it, they will, they will come." Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly believe that. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I honestly believe build that. Build it, and they will come. Yeah, but yeah. there was more to it than that. <laughs> you can't just build it then. Just. But like... I honestly believe, like I was like, "No, nah, I'm good. If I if I treat people well, mm. ha- you know, do my best by them, it'll work." And it, and it did to a certain extent, but mm. it didn't get me to the next level. Well, yeah. the next level. I mean, it. It was definitely part of your journey getting to what you realized needed to go next, right? Yeah, because yeah. I'm guessing if you didn't start, and I'm just assuming here, you know, if you didn't start the Zealous Gym, you may have not realized that the strength conditioning side of things is what you want to do now. Right, yeah, yeah. Because it was all part of it. Yeah. You would have done it all, eh? You, I mean, the eight years you you would have ran Zealous, would have, would have, you would have done it all, yeah. yeah? So, I mean, that, that, that makes sense. Uh, I listened to your update, uh, your, your podcast update, your right, latest yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's, you you mentioned there's a big movement of people away from I guess maybe just using the word CrossFit or or not necessarily the actual routines of CrossFit because of uh, uh the guy what Chris was, Glassman yeah, yeah, that, yeah that he sort of like tweeted something really insensitive yeah yeah like um that that's an interesting um because 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 that was really interesting to me. I didn't realize that you know there was now this mind you because I don't go to the gym <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that um he had a very big um. Sorry, he that he that he tweeted something. It was tweeted or commented something yeah. that was um very very insensitive. I'm, I'm not going to bring up what he what he tweeted because yeah. you know if anyone's interested, they can do look it up themselves. But it it's it kind of played into because I'm in very two minds about these things. You know, like at the at on, on one hand, I believe people should be able to express themselves how they see fit, and 
at the same time, I do think you can't be a dick about it as you go about go yeah. about things. And I really don't believe that people should be canceled. Like, like there's this new cancel culture now where people would say something maybe a couple years ago and then they'll bring it up now because apparently it's relevant what you said 10 years ago. Yeah. And they use that to sort of deplatform you and stuff like that. That's so harsh, eh? It, it's, it's really harsh. And I guess, I mean, I did read like i like when i was listening to your podcast on my way to work and my wife was dropping me off and then i was like google what this guy said i, I need to know like how bad this is you know and um it was really insensitive what what he wrote for sure yeah um but i think at the same time i don't i don't think his intent was to be insensitive i, think I agree he, yeah. i think he was trying to portray how ridiculous this all is right so he sort of made a reference to COVID and a reference to um, um the unfortunate circumstances of george floyd and he did it in a way that was really insensitive. I, I, I do believe that. Yeah. But I do believe at the same time, his intent was to illustrate how ridiculous our t the, 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 the time that we're in now. Like this is all happening for us now. And I don't think it was fair for people to, you know, because he's, he's had a massive backlash, eh? Yeah, like, massive. A massive, massive backlash. Yeah. And, you know, and... I don't know what's the what the, what the future is going to hold for him or what may happen um, later down the line, but you know he's definitely being rail over the pull over the coals at the moment. Yeah, eh? man. And I'm a I'm very to a certain degree, I'm the kind of person that says whatever whatever I think, um, whether that's a good thing or not. Um, but I I'm also the kind of person that doesn't want to hurt other people's feelings at the same time. Um, but his his um. Your take on it was very interesting because you'd met the guy. Yeah, you've yeah. actually met a couple the of guy, times. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was very nice and very yeah. accommodating. And he wasn't. He obviously didn't come off as a racist dude. Right. right. Now, no. Obviously, if he was, he wouldn't even give you it, most people the time of day. Mm. You know. So it, it's. I do believe intent has a very important aspect in when you're when people are analyzing what people are saying. You know. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he was given a fair enough. Uh, Fair enough, go at it because I think he apologized for it after. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But uh, and he explained to which then which made more sense to me, and then but at the same time I was like, oh man, poor dude. Yeah, you know, yeah. getting getting rolled because anyone it can happen to anyone. Yeah, you know, and that's the culture that we have now is that you know you can be the most loved, successful person in the world, and you tweet something that's probably really insensitive at the time for whatever reason. Actually, it doesn't really need. A lot of people do, like maybe two or three people to yeah. be ridiculously offended and then make a big stink out of it. Yeah. And people will jump on that bandwagon. It's like, yeah, no, this is really insensitive because he said this and it means this. And he, you know, and then now we've all made assumptions and now he's a fucking racist. Yeah. You know, and, and the case is that, no, if you sort of looked at what he was trying to say, he was trying to point out the ridiculousness of how this year has been fucking crazy. Yeah. And that's what I think, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I mean, and, 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 and I was actually really happy that you sort of had a little, little discussion about it and I, I encourage everyone to listen to your podcast <laughs> about that because it was it was really insightful you yeah. know so i thought i'd bring that up because i found my wife was like you're not gonna talk to him about that are you it's like oh i'll bring it up you know i'll bring it up <laughs> of course <laughs> you know i'll bring it up but like it's um it's a very i bring it up in the sense that i'm, I'm very wary about how people have very low tolerance for anything. Yeah, yeah. Very low tolerance for anything. Yeah. You know? That 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 scares me, man. Like you probably heard it in my tune and some of my previous uh <laughs> uh podcasts. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like you can lose like a lifelong friend or or family member for mm. these things. Like yeah. they, they get so offended that they're like, I'm never talking to you again. 
And I'm like, That's man, crazy. I was joking or like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean it. I said something stupid. Like, you know, we all say stupid things at some stage and like... I say a lot. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. like... To, of course. To cut someone out, like sometimes... Um, because Depending of an ideology, circle, yeah, you know, yeah, it is it is oh, based man. heavily on on ideology. Yeah, because yeah. I don't, I've I'm I'm not old, right? But I think I've I've watched enough uh, history documentaries and enough sort of stuff happening in the world, and and I relatively pay attention with what's happening around me. Yeah. I'm not the most informed guy out there, but I I think I know as much as the average person does. Yeah, I think yeah. you know, and I feel like this environment that the world is turning into is an environment of of actually intolerance. Right, know? right, right. I feel like people are being very intolerant because there's no there's no middle ground anymore. There's no avenue for people to have a discussion who have opposing views. I mean, me and you may have opposing views, but we live in New Zealand and um, we're very um, we're very kind to each other. Yeah, and we're yeah, able yeah. to. It's a good country. Like you, yeah, yeah, you may disagree with something very seriously about what I say, but then you you'd allow me to sort of discuss with you about why I think the way that I think. Yeah. And podcasting is is one of those mediums where we're unfiltered by the media moguls out there and, and the rules and regulations of government mm. for now, at least, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, for yeah. now, Who knows? you know, um, um, but I think a lot of the time you look at the people at both ends of the extreme, right? You have the, you have the racist at one end of the extreme, the proper racist, the <laughs> yeah, real yeah, fucking yeah. racist that tell yeah, you yeah, I'm yeah. fucking racist, you know, who <laughs> would not loud, a, who, and proud, loud and proud racist. Yeah. And then you have the other end of the spectrum where you have people who are so, um, so built uh, believe in this ideology that racism extends into every single thing that we do and we need to fight and break down every system um in in the world you know because it, it's built on, on a racist system and whenever you get these two people in a room there's no fucking conversation going on no, here this person's no. shouting this this person's shouting that and at the end of the day there's there's no real learnings from each side yeah you know i, I do believe I, I genuinely believe you can't force someone to accept your idea yeah you know and th there is that phenomena where you know if someone holds an ideology uh, quite strongly the more you challenge it the more this person's going to grasp on yeah, to it yeah, you know? yeah dig their heels and dig their heels and it's like People love getting that, ah, got one over you. You know, I just showed you this statistic, so you're fucked, you know? <laughs> so this backs up my theory, so you're wrong 100%, yeah. you know? Yeah. But I think... What are you going to say to that? What are you going to say yeah. to that? Yeah, like, like you know, in 2009, you know, the statistics show that 99.9% .9 of blah, blah, blah is this. Um, and, and I think it's, it's good to be clued up on, on statistics and, and, and studies and things like that. Um, but I think what really works is being empathetic and finding out why this person thinks this certain way yeah. you know because there is like like i said there's no way you're going to convince a racist person to stop being racist yeah. you know but it can happen there's yeah. plenty of people out there there's a joe rogan podcast where this um uh this uh african-american musician was playing around in the south and then you know he sparked up a conversation with this white guy in a bar one day where he was playing and later on found out that this guy was part of the kkk wow. you know and he didn't um try and convince him you know he was actually interested he was actually interested why this gentleman was because he showed him his clan because apparently the kkk have uh, fucking id cards right, you know, right they got membership cards yeah you the, know the bold head isn't enough yeah no the white click no no they're, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. they're, they're more uh <laughs> discreet than they're that. more discreet than yeah, that yeah, no yeah. no well some of them may but yeah. you know the others are very very yeah. obvious um, but you know, but they got into a conversation, and actually, they built like a pretty decent like friend relationship, mm. you know, and to the point where they they sh they talk so much and 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 sort of shared their experiences and ideas that the, the the guy who was part of the the KKK ended up leaving, 
you know, he he re- he revoked his his Whoa. membership and decided that that's not for him, and that evolved even further because the musician then asked that that gentleman to get him in contact with the Grand Dragon of his of his KKK chapter, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. you know. So, and they ended up having actually having building a relationship with each other. You know, yeah. I wouldn't say like I wouldn't say they're friends, but they have mutual respect. Yeah, and yeah. for someone who actually runs a KKK chapter to have Excuse me, jaw breaking all over the goddamn place. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's for someone who actually runs a chapter of the KKK to have any form of respect for a black person is 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 amazing. And and yeah. I think that illustrates my point in terms of you can't sit down and say you fucking racist, <laughs> you can't hate black people. I was like, well, actually, he can, but it's not right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. he can. He, I mean, he can do it. You know, you're not going to sort of change his mind by saying you can't do this because yeah. it's wrong. You know, I think you need to show them that they're not what they perceive these people are because they really believe, you know, mm. like if you really get if you read any books around sort of the KKK and their, their upbringing, they really believe, you know, um, uh, Africans are really subhuman. You right, know, right. you know, they really believe really these these ridiculous, these ridiculous beliefs, which reinforce their belief that, you know, they're a superior race. Yeah. When the reality is they're not, yeah. you know. Um, and, and the best way to go about it is actually sort of being able to sit down with someone. And, and you know, it, it's an interesting thing to sort of imagine yourself sitting down with someone who has a complete polar opposite view to you mm. and trying to find common ground. Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. that common ground could be anything. It could be sports. You know, yeah. it could be working out. It could be food, you know. But I think that's where we start. Yeah. You know, and I'm sitting here like acting like I know the, the, the <laughs> cure to racism, you know, but I think there's 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 something in saying, you know, and, and I'm relating this particularly to podcasting, um, which, I'll, which we'll get into a little bit in, in a second. But I think podcasting at the moment is probably one of the best mediums to have those conversations, yeah. you know. Because um, I, because I mean, obviously, there's very interesting um, interviews you hear on, you know, maybe Al Jazeera or something like that. Yeah. But it's, at the same time, it's very regulated, mm. you know, because you really can't say what you think. You can't yeah. turn around to a guest and say, "You're fucking out of your mind." <laughs> yeah. You know, you're crazy, yeah. dude. You know. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's that's one of the things that it's, I think. It's it, really it, cool. You're talking about mm. the the intolerance and uh, the yelling matches yeah. of people, and uh, I got some good advice from. I saw him as a mentor or Ty Lopez. He was saying like, whatever you believe, like look at the other side um, mm. and study it. Yeah. And because um, I'm a hard out Christian. So like, I don't really get how you, you cannot be. So I, I went and got a couple of evolution books mm. and just so I can sort of find that. Yeah. Yeah. Why people yeah, and, are, are atheists or yeah, believe in that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been really good. Uh, I started reading up on it a little bit. And so I'm trying to apply that to like all my beliefs. Yeah. And, um, like uh, what's it called? Yeah, just so I can see where they're coming from, and not just the next, like any subject. Yeah, and it's been really good, and and, and like any extremes. Mm. So whether you're like, you got to be carnival, you got to be keto. Yeah, it's like okay. Well, you don't so, have to. But yeah, yeah, you don't have to be. Uh, like, anytime someone's extreme in something, I sort mm. of uh, run away a little bit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's I really like what you're saying about yeah. the learning about the other side type of yeah. thing and. And not having that yelling match, like mm. we can, we can sort of hang out and not agree on things. Yeah, you know that but, type but of you thing. Don't I really like take it, yeah. You don't have to take it personally. Yeah, you know. Because, so I've got people that don't believe in it, but we're still friends and hang yeah. out, and it's all good. Because there's mutual respect there. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, like I respect you because you have the the, the strong Christian belief, but yeah. you would respect the other person because he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, 
at the end of the day, you both disagree with those fundamental ideas. Yeah. But you know, but the real kicker is is that you can have that conversation and a decent conversation yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And you know, whether you know this gentleman decides to um, convert and become a born again Christian, or you know, because of the conversation he's had with you, or you might go the opposite way and decide, oh, maybe I am an atheist at the end of the day. <laughs> but I think. There's always learning happening. Yeah, There's always yeah. things that you, you know, maybe not will change your core belief and idea, but maybe would increase your thoughts about, oh, you know, like, oh, evolution's an interesting, you know, thing. And, and yeah. you know, like, I wonder how that, you know, relates to what I believe. And maybe yeah. there's a connection there, you know? Yeah. So that's so a very it, important thing just, to do. Just understanding of people understanding. and yeah. uh, getting along and like, like with the fitness thing, oh, I don't try to convert people. I'm tired. You know, oh, like, yeah, you said, just, yeah, just like, like I'm not, not gonna, it, <laughs> you know, like the same as training, I'm not gonna try to convert people. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, if you wanna do it, perfect. Yeah, if you don't, that's your choice. I sort of learned for, yeah. for, for that and, and my training side of things. Like, I can imagine it's your own so life, man. At the end yeah. of the day, yeah, like, yeah. people you, do what they wanna do. It's what they say, you know, you can, you can lead a, a horse to water, but you can't make it drink, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that, 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 that rings very true in a lot of instances. Like, you know, you sort of share what you're into, what you believe in, all that, but mm. it's, it's their own life. It's their own life. Yeah. So, man, so you've, you've, you've done that eight years of, of Zealous and you're obviously still very big into fitness. What, when did podcasting happen for you? I think, um, it was actually my study of nutrition, actually. Um, oh, really? The, there's a guy in the CrossFit realm. He was he was highly respected, and mm. he, he wrote a lot of articles for the CrossFit Journal. Uh, mm. His name is Rob Wolf, mm. and uh, he had a podcast. Okay. And so, because I was trying to learn about CrossFit and mm. everything about it, they, you know, they, had a, they had a nutrition protocol, and mm. so I was reading his stuff, and he had a podcast, so I started listening to that. Mm. And um, then he was a guest on Joe Rogan. Wow. And um, he's like, he mentioned it in his one. Mm. So I listened to his one for quite a while and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I learned a lot about nutrition and stuff. Mm. And so when he was a guest, and I was like, oh, Joe Rogan's the man. Yeah. He's, he's the fear factor guy. Yeah. I, I don't know. He was pretty onto that, it. That's what everyone says. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a UFC guy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I started listening to Joe and then he had some on some other guests and they were cool and they were like oh it's the guests I, saying, yeah. yeah and then he was like oh, i've got my own podcast too and then you know it mm. sort of just went from there i listened to yeah it was sort of rob wolf it was called the paleo solution and then solution. Joe, joe rogan and then um there was the barbell shrugged okay. which is a big fitness one back mm. in the day it's it's not that as big anymore because okay. one of the main guys left and mm. then it sort of fell apart the personality of the podcast yeah 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 <laughs> Um, they had like a trio the, the, uh, for them. One of them sadly passed away as well. Oh, okay. And um, I, was, I was glad I got to meet them. Okay, that's I cool. I got to meet them. I love their podcasts. And uh, they encouraged me too. They encouraged okay, me because so they said I was running one. So they inspired you to sort of sort of get in, throw your head into the ring, shall we say. Yeah, I, yeah. so, I, so I, I threw my head in the ring. Um, I, I bought a, I know, I actually borrowed a microphone from a friend mm. and I had like a handheld camera. So I would just hold hold the microphone to my hip, like to my mouth and speak yeah. and then share it to my guests. And uh, then yeah. I would just film it and then Making put- Making do, yeah. yeah. And then put the voice over the top. Okay. So that's what I did at the beginning. Uh, and I got 14 episodes in and then it got stolen. But during that- well, would, what, do you mean, what do you mean it got stolen? Oh, well, I went to watch a CrossFit event and my bag was in the car. Oh. And someone broke into the car and stole my bag. Oh, so it was in it was recorded in, in your laptop or, or whatever. Oh no, it was it was on the, the, the microphone and the camera like the literal oh. camera and Oh, okay, stolen. okay. Yeah, they got stolen and then they stopped. 
So I stopped oh. doing it for a few years. I've did you upload it? Did you manage to upload it? Yeah, I've got it at like about 13 episodes up on YouTube. Oh, but then they stole the gear that you were using at the time. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah. Wasn't it West? Was it West Auckland? That you- <laughs> oh, was it um, the ASB Showgrounds? Can't trust the ASB. Those, yeah, those yeah. Green Lane people, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fucking bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I sort of was discouraged. I didn't, and I didn't want to fork out money again. You know. Yeah, fair so enough. So that was years ago. It was maybe like three or four years ago. Oh wow! So you started quite early at the beginning. You yeah. had the aspiration then and the idea yeah. then. Okay. And I only just restarted. What was it? Was it? Was it still called the Zealous State I call of it, Mind? I call it the uh, the Guru of Gains Parlay. Ah. The Guru of Gains uh, chat, but I wanted to try to tie in. Zealous, because I'm trying to create a brand, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you did um, explain it quite well. Was, was it your first episode of the Zealous Cinema, or you, there was an episode where you explained how you got the name and your thoughts yeah, behind yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So I would encourage anyone because it was a very good explanation. I really, I was like, "Fuck, that Zealous name is actually really good." Oh, Shit. cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I really enjoyed that. So that was, um, if you don't mind, just explaining really briefly how you how you got the name. Um, yeah, or was, your thoughts behind it. Yeah, so I got the name. I was um, I was in Newcastle. Me and my mate, we're both unemployed, and um, we're like, man, how can we make some money? And um, we're like, we'll create a brand because he was quite a good artist. Mm. He was quite a good artist, and so it was like, oh, we need a word. We need a word. So I went away, I was reading the Bible, and I found the word zealous in the Bible. Oh wow, okay. And then I um, found out what it meant. It meant like eager, passionate. You need know, to be zealous for something or mm. overzealous. Yeah. So I brought the word back to him, and uh, he 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 wrote something on a piece of paper. Mm. and oh man we took that to the printer we got some shirts printed nice so, and then everything from then like i played in the tag team uh, uh basketball social mm. and everything was called zealous so when we opened the gym it was naturally going to be called uh zealous, zealous. and uh, i got it tattooed on my back really uh yeah i got it on my back um so then when, when i was going to do the podcast uh, we me and my wife we love new york i've been there a couple of times mm. and you know there's the uh frank sinatra New York, New York state New York. of mind. Yeah, yeah, New York, New York state yeah. of mind. And then the zealot. So, uh, you know, sort of put the two oh, together. If you can, oh, and then there was the saying from Jay Z, you know, he's uh, from New York. Uh, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. And so, it was sort of like just the whole like, attitude of swagger, you know, like the mentality of yeah, a New Yorker. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like a zealous state of mind. Yeah, know? that, that yeah. that's cool, man. So it's like, you know, that competitive hustle. Mm. Um, motivated <laughs> and, 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 and you've you got know, a connection you to have it. to have a you know you have to have a zealous state of mind yeah. you know, type of thing and that, that makes a lot of sense and you also have a very long-term connection to it because you obviously thought about it years and years before yeah, that it's maybe i found that the hardest day like thinking about ago, like, like when i started this podcast one of the biggest things i found difficult was um the name I was like, yeah, it has, to, it has to be a it has to be a clever name, you know. It, has to be, it can't be just like you know, Geo's podcast, or right, Geo's right, yeah, like yeah. that. That that's fucking done and dusted, <laughs> you know, many many times. And you know, I, I kind of already at the time had a lens of what I wanted to do. You know, I, ideally, I want to highlight a lot of Pacific Islanders in New yeah, Zealand yeah, and yeah. what they do, and 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 you know, these people out there in the community because th- those stories are not really told in, in podcast form. You know, obviously, there's there's plenty of like Pacific Island radio shows. There's plenty of like um TV shows. You know, I think of the 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 fresh you know TV yeah show. yeah and, that's and, cool i like that and, yeah, and, and it's awesome show. and it's and it's able to sort of like highlight in, in video form but only very small snippets yeah you probably get like max five they're, minutes. yeah pretty short short videos short. Yeah, yeah. obviously because they're restrained by yeah, the time yeah. that they're given yeah. you know i mean they, they they're amazing people who work on fresh and and, and my cousin alice who i've interviewed yeah yeah previously, I listened to that podcast. That you know really she nice. works very deeply with tangata pacifica yeah. and, and all these different um um pi uh uh, aimed sort of like media media sites yeah. and stuff like that 
Um, but none, none, no, not a lot of podcasting out there, yeah. you know. And I kind of thought to myself, oh, maybe I will, I'll, maybe I'll do it, you know, yeah. because I actually lo- like I started listening to Joe Rogan first off. You know, I I listen to Joe Rogan because I I don't know how. How'd you get onto that? Yeah. That's that's an interesting question. I, I I I'm just trying to think about that now. It's like, like I'm unfortunately really loving YouTube. Eh? I love YouTube. I love right. You yeah, can, yeah, YouTube's I, awesome. I learned how to build that PC behind you right. just by yeah. watching YouTube. Yeah. You know? Yeah, YouTube's you know? awesome. I, I've yeah. learned so many things how to do YouTube. Like I've learned how to video edit on YouTube. I've learned how to do this podcasting. I learned yeah. how to do on YouTube and just yeah. the the setup. Um, and so, and I think there was. Like and I'm also really interested in the political space. Not not because I I mean I mean I obviously if you've heard let me talk before I I obviously have op- opinions. Yeah, yeah. But but I find it very interesting because regardless of what your thoughts are about um politics, it affects you, right? So right, right. And whether I, you're into it or not, right? Whether, whether you're into it or not, you know. Um, and I'm trying to educate myself more on politics because I don't really know. A lot, like I, I know the interesting shit. Like I know, like oh fuck, Trump just texted this. Oh, did you see the picture of this? Yeah, this, I don't this know much either, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I know the the interesting, funny, you know, ridiculous shit yeah. of, of politics, but I don't know, especially New Zealand politics, which actually makes more sense to know than American politics. Yeah, you know, I, I'm trying to pay more attention because I think it's really important that um that people sort of know what's happening in, in, in yeah. their space and in their neck of the woods. So. I mean, and, and then sort of going back to the podcast, the thing I thought, you know what, PI voices are not really out there, you know. And yeah. I've Googled, you know, like any Pacific Island, um, Pacifica podcast in New Zealand, and there's not a lot, mm. you know. I mean, you're you're one of them, who, uh, you know, a uh, uh, guy who runs um, a podcast, and then you know the guys with the the West West Net guys, which you're a part of now, yeah, yeah. which is which is really dope, you know. Um, they they're they're one of the main people that I found, and were like were the only ones that I thought were consistent. You know, in terms of what they're trying to portray and yeah. what and 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 the episodes and stuff. Yeah. So, um, but before that, I was like, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm pretty opinionated. You know, I've, I've I I I kind of talk for a living as a job. You know, as yeah. as, as a nurse. You know, so I thought, oh, give it a go. And my wife was always very supportive. You know, she's like, oh, what, you know, if you do a podcast, you should just do it. You know, yeah. I think it'll be good. You know, just give it a go. And you know, the worst you can lose is maybe a couple hundred bucks on the equipment. And um, but that's fine. Yeah. You know, and and I've never looked back. So, but but in terms of the name, I went through heaps of different names. I actually released a two episode podcast on YouTube where it was just myself talking about, and I was going to do it through, through a, a nursing mental health lens where it was just going to be me talking about my thoughts on the current state of mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, purely on that. And it was horrible. What did I call it? I called it, um, rusted days off, you know, right. like, like just like a nursing thing. Like, like yeah. I was, and I was only going to do the episodes on my days off. Yeah. You know, so, it, you know, it was like, right, right. It know, makes sense. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah. And I, and I released two episodes and I sort of uploaded them to YouTube. They're not there anymore. I deleted them all. And I was like, <laughs> why is that? It was, it was, uh, it was cringe for one, because I don't know how to talk to myself. You know yeah, I, mean? I find it uncomfortable the, too. To you're be doing really well though. No, I, I, I have to admit, I find it really uncomfortable. But I only persist with it because some of the people I see, like that, are where I want to be. Mm. They do it. Yeah, and they, they do. They talk about like you got to document your journey. Yeah, and so that's the only reason I do it. But I want to find a better way to do it. I think I'm gonna ask maybe my wife or someone to ask me questions. I was, I was just gonna suggest yeah, it, cause yeah. my wife because that's what I do now. But so, like, that's the reason why I do it because. Mm. I was taught to if you want to be somewhere so find a few people that are where you want to be mm. and sort of like 
copy some of the things that yeah. they do and they do that and i'm like all right okay i've got to you, document you take my the, journey the good things that yeah. you think that that is going to be they'll fit well for yeah. you yeah yeah so um you gotta you gotta tell your story yeah that's what yeah. i feel like yeah and so like when thinking of a name like I love how you came up with your name because, you know, you're obviously at a different stage of your life. And then, you know, as a Christian, you know, you found it in the, in the, in the Bible where it's very, you know, which obviously means it was meant to be. Oh, and, right? my, and my last name is Zabowski. So I like Z words. Yeah. The, the okay. few better. So, so even better, yeah. you know, yeah. so, so it's almost like you're, it was meant to be, Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. and then actually I have to give credit to my wife on this because she, like I said, she comes <laughs> up with all the good ideas, yeah. you know, I'm just the mouthpiece. Um, I think we were driving back from her parents' place outside of Auckland, and um, and you know it was like the beginning stages. I kind of already bought the stuff, and I was like, okay, now I need to just really think of a name. And we literally the the drive was like three and a half hours, and we're just constantly just throwing ideas yeah. back and forth. And I was like, oh, plantation. Actually, I wanted to start with uh, uh, something to do with Gava. Yeah, you know, right, right, and, and yeah, I was like, "Oh, what about conversations?" Like, "Oh, yeah, that's uh, a good idea." Google it, see if that's taken. It was fucking taken. Eh? I was was like, it? Yeah, oh, it was taken. Damn. I was like, "No, that would have been a hilarious one." Good one. idea. The one good idea I could have come up with. And then we ended up um, talking about you know um, growth and, and perspective and stuff. And and then she brought up um, plantation, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah plantation. That sounds good." Yeah. You know. And then, you know, like, what's the whole aim of, of a podcast? It's supposed to be um, increasing your perspective. It's supposed to be thought-provoking. Yeah, yeah. And then we kind of both sort of, like, thought plantation. The thought plantation. Yeah, yeah, like, like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So that's how we, so, you know, and then that's how we ended up sort of um, coming up with the idea. Because it actually works quite well with what I'm trying to portray in my episodes, mm. which is, you know, a different perspective coming through and two different sorry it's two different perspectives coming into a room and and sharing it with each other and together you're able to sort of grow and harvest your own perspective which yeah. in a way is what like what a plantation does you know it's like you have to put a lot of care into it you have to sort of work at it um you have to use different techniques and different views and right. sometimes help from other people to sort of mm. um to grow your harvest and, and and you reap the rewards at the end of the day and as pacific islanders we share it you know yeah. we share it with everyone else so that was like the analogy we used. That was, I was cool. Like, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, a bit corny, but yeah, let's run with it. You yeah. know. And actually, I started it, and then I deleted it. I was like, Nah, I'm not gonna do it. And then she goes, Just do it. it it's actually pretty good. I like it's your um, your saying is with har harvesting harvesting perspective, perspective through, through conversations. conversations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, that was like uh, that so was, it goes really line with your yeah. You know, so, so I'm really trying to push this plantation thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, the growth and yeah, all the yeah. stuff you so, just talked I mean, about. That's a great I mean, and, and that's that's always the hope at the end yeah. of the day, you know. So that that's sort of where we sort of come from. And I think a lot of podcasts um do that anyway. You yeah. know, um their 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 ideas is, is sharing this person's thoughts and then, you know, the host will sort of put their ideas and what they think is happening and, and then they both come away. Most it, most podcasts I listen to with with a guest with an opposing view, not always of an opposing view, but a different view. Yeah. They always both leave feeling like they've learned something different and as a listener who who does who listens to podcasts as well i always feel like i go away with like quite a lot of knowledge at the end of the day yeah. like and it's a weird sort of thing because never before would you think that someone would just listen to like some two guys talking and learn something different mm. you know and if we could find some way to implement that into real worlds real real world situations yeah i think things would be awesome eh? yeah i think it's really awesome what you're doing i was talking to cam and some of the boys 
Oh yeah, uh, this man know saying. Shout like, out to the back of the one three five man. Yeah, I do it almost every episode. Hey, eh? and I tell them I'm sorry I'm brown nosing, but I'm actually a big fan of theirs. Hey, eh? yeah, I've, I've been listening to their stuff since like episode thirty. Yeah, is when I first discovered right. them, and I was like, like I'm sorry, I know like no one listens to my podcast, but fuck man, you guys are dope, and I love and I love sort of listening to their stuff. Hey, eh? yeah, you gotta be a part of it, man. Um, <laughs> and, um, and they were saying like they really enjoyed your episode because. You know, you're so so open and honest. Where mm. he's saying, like everyone, you know, all the guests they have are. But you know, part of the specific thing is you you you're a little bit shy. You don't want to be yeah. so outspoken. So I think the work that you're doing is awesome. About yeah, you know, you don't hold back and that type of thing. Yeah, I mean that's good and bad <laughs> at the same time. I think you know? it's cool. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's I, why I was like, that's why I wanted to have you on because I knew you wouldn't hold back. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like yeah, that. We really didn't hold back, didn't we? We fucking went hardcore. <laughs> No, I mean it, it's a good thing, and I think, um, and I still stand by my um, my uh, my my you know what I said. Where I believe we as Pacific Islanders have our opinions. We we yeah. have opinions and beliefs and stuff that is worth worth sharing. You know, it's just yeah. that we've never had maybe the opportunity or the medium to share it because. A lot of the time we see other people sharing for us, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. like here's the white knight come through to sort of save the Pacific Islanders. I was like, well, I, I understand you're coming from a place where you think you're helping, yeah. but I really don't think you're helping yeah. the way that we need help, yeah. you know? Like you were saying with uh, Yosua, the people coming in to mm. do documentaries yeah, yeah. but they don't even know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's, a, that bit, was, that's and, a bit rude there eh, really yeah I mean, I mean at the end of the day they want i mean people in media want to sort of like do stuff right they want to they want to write the next big documentary and, and the pacific islanders really are, are in a way an untouched sort of environment for hollywood yeah i mean moana's a very good example of how yeah. that's the first probably proper pacific what do you think of that what do you, i mean in terms of that's an interesting one because my wife my wife uh, is in the middle of, of studying Tongan and, and, and they bring up all these uh, different concepts and beliefs and stuff about what what their opinions are. And I think it's a good thing. I, I liked it. I thought they did I mean, I, I, I think I think they did really well. Um, it's unfortunate to hear sort of some side stories where the people who are consulted and, and gave feedback, apparently most of their ideas weren't actually taken into account. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Um, I mean, I mean, that's just some of what, what the rumor mill was yeah, is, yeah. is sort of grinding out at the moment. But I still think that exposure to our country, yeah. I mean, to our people and our yeah. culture is, is a really good one. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I didn't feel offended at all by any of the stuff that they Same did. Actually, absolutely. no, I was offended a little bit because there's not enough tongue and stuff in there. <laughs> I feel like, man, they're catering to these Samoan motherfuckers a little bit too much. Just because Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah, is in yeah. this movie doesn't mean yeah. it's a Samoan movie. Yeah. No, but that's just me being a hater. Right? No, but, but I, I genuinely believe that, you know, it, it was a great introduction to the richness of our culture. Yeah. I mean, man, we were sailing the South Pacific way before yeah. most, most, most cultures knew what sailing was, you yeah. know? And, and that's clearly documented. Yeah. You know, I mean, Pacific Islanders, uh, Polynesians were known to sort of sail all the way to South America. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's literally evidence of Polynesians landing on the shores of South America. You know, yeah. and this is way before the English and all these people sort of try to circumnavigate the South. You know, so it, it's 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 about time, in, in my opinion. I think it's about yeah. time that we get recognized because we're just if we focus mainly on, on America. I mean, the the Pacific Island community is well integrated into that society now. You know, I yeah. mean, they use um, quotes of you know, like "Oh, you're big as a Samoan." You know, I mean, they, I mean that that's a throwaway comment, but that that shows how um, in 
how intertwined that culture is now into everyday life um, yeah. for for the Americans. And and I use the Americans as an example because they're you know they they're quite sort of um uh, big at the oh well no no they're not big sorry I'm not explaining myself right they're quite um a lot of culture especially like pop culture and yeah, stuff like that yeah, is based yeah. on yeah. them you know i mean it, it's for the longest time if you look at movies for example the americans always the good guy the english guy is yeah, always the yeah, bad yeah, guy you know yeah. so to see them sort of start reaching out into something not and i'm not going i don't want to use the word white because i don't want to sort of keep pushing this racist thing yeah, but yeah. the racial stuff but you know something that's non Something that hasn't been done before, you know, yeah. and I th- and and it, he actually got so much good stuff, from Moana. I thought it was you know? awesome too. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed well, it. Yeah. What do you think about um the the complaints people are putting forth about you know you know the the costumes and the suits and stuff that came from Moana? Like you know how Maui's really really big, and then they sort of released the a, a costume for boys where it showed how big he was, and then people got really offended about that. I mean, dude, do you get offended when you see people wearing costumes like um? That sort of depict our culture and stuff like that. No, I wasn't offended. Um, mm. Yeah, because they talk about cultural appropriation and stuff right, like right, that. Right, right, right. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, what do you have a view on cultural appropriation and stuff like that? Not a strong one. I thought mm. they he was like big and strong. I thought that. Yeah, was, that's that. That was my impression. Yeah, you know, he, he was, was he was big, bigger, strong, than, powerful, yep. larger than life type of character. And, it, and he was, and it wasn't like I don't think they tried to portray him as fat. I no, think, no, he was like a solid, I think dude. solid, yeah, like yeah, muscly. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the way I sort of saw it. As well. Yeah, and and I guess you know at the end of the day, I mean, it's nothing worth getting into, but it's like people will be offended at anything. I eh? yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and always pick something up. But but I'm so happy that um we. We've got our Disney movie. You know, we yeah. managed. It, it may not have been the best Disney movie. I mean, because of X, Y, and Z. But I think, uh, as an introduction and the beginning stages of things. I mean, look at what they're doing now. They're they're now making a Hollywood film about the the real the the the, the real life Lord of the Flies. Uh, did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah, I heard on your podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, there's yeah. like a group of Tongan boys that were stranded on an island um, years and years ago, um, where they survived for 18 months and they didn't kill each other. They didn't do all these stuff. They managed to live quite well until they got rescued by a by a European um cap uh, shipboat captain yeah. because he, they all called out. So they're making a movie about that at the moment. So that's going to be interesting. That's mm. going to be interesting take because it it came to fame because a uh whether a guy from the Netherlands or or someone from um, Europe wrote an article about it and he yeah. he wrote it as a you know the real life Lord of the Flies. And, and sort of like wrote about it and, and it sort of caught wind and you know caught fire and everyone's like oh man this is interesting like people should make a movie about it people should make a movie about it and, and now they are you know yeah. so is it a Tonga made film? That, that's that's the, that's the thing I, uh, I don't yeah. know yeah. I don't know who's directing it I don't know who's um who's writing the script or at least some sort of inf- you know, say and well, on I actually hope they actually use actual Tongans in the yeah. <laughs> as the actors, man. Because we kind of talked about you know, um, yeah. you know, uh, the age of 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 the Tongans now. Yeah, you know, with yeah. The, with the league and all over. that stuff, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I just hope it's that the, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we kind of brought up um, the other side of heaven. Yeah, and, and <laughs> there was no none Tongans of them in were Tongan. Well, I don't think any of them were Tongan, and and it's so cringe hearing them speak Tongan. I'm just yeah. like, fuck, man. Are you like? Are you telling me in New Zealand because it's a New Zealand film yeah. that you couldn't find any Tongans, any Tongan actors yeah. at all? They you know? didn't consult anybody. I don't know if they didn't consult anyone, but you know, I mean, they tried to portray, you know, um, Tongans, and 
listen, we got a huge fucking Tongan community here. I'm sure there would have been some available. Yeah. You know, if not the main actors, at least a lot to sort of build the bulk of the extras that were actually, you yeah. know, so when they actually speak Tongan, it sounds Tongan. Yeah. You know? So it, it was an interesting take. So I hope they don't do that. I hope yeah. they don't whitewash it. Yeah, you know, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm all for like, um, and I'm sort of contradicting myself in a way because I'm all for artistic expression. You know, like I believe you have, you can make anything in an artistic space because that's what art is for. It's to sort of challenge the norms or sort of push boundaries. You know, that's art, you yeah. know, like, and that comes in many, many forms. Podcasting is, is a form of art in yeah. a way, you know. And I do believe people, especially artists, have the right to push that narrative and, and see how far they can push it. Um, but at the same time, I don't, uh, you know, and uh, I want it to be as authentic as possible, hmm. you know. And uh, whether they'll do it or not, I'm not sure. You know, yeah. my hope is it, it, that they will and, and, and things will be, it'll be an awesome movie and, and a good sort of highlight of, of, of Tonga. Yeah. Um, I yeah. liked about Moana, um, I think it would be a timeless film too. Mm, you know, I agree. like our kids and then their kids. It's like still the, watch it. the brown frozen. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, I don't think it'll ever go out of fashion. No, you know, my like, South African mate says his children love it, eh? Yeah, yeah. You know? I, and they I think it. it'll cross a lot of cultures and borders. And well, people know, it'll still be enjoyable, you know? Well, people know like the difference now, you know, of, of there's a different kind of brown people than just the Mexicans or yeah. you know, or the African Americans. And all know, the songs are awesome too. Oh, Very whoever wrote the score was like they really knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, they put it was, I mean, catchy, I it was cool. It was man. really catchy, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I don't know whether it was because they were they were afraid they were afraid to be offensive, so they really put all this yeah. effort into it. But yeah. regardless of what they did, I, I was I was satisfied with so it. So yeah, personally. I like I like that it wouldn't be just good for you know. The two thousands or something like that, you know, like yeah, for I feel sure. Like it, well, you know, the early two thousands, you know, yeah, it, it could last ten, twenty years type of thing and still be something good to watch. No, for sure. I mean, I it's like one that. of those things where it, you probably won't watch it for like a couple of months and then you sort of play it and it's like, oh yeah, it's yeah, so it's good. still cool. So it's so good. So at the moment, you've I don't know whether I mean it's obviously made public because you you're now part of the West West Net and and yeah, you know that's. You know, and I complimented the living shit out of them about how awesome their growth has stuff yeah. has been. I mean, what what where where are you sort of like aiming for now with with your podcast? I mean, at the moment you you've had a lot of amazing guests come through. You're up to episode thirty seven. You're sort of like really pushing to get as much episodes down. I mean, I think last time we spoke, uh, you your your big long term goal is getting a hundred episodes. Yeah, you yeah, know? And, sure. and I and I'm sharing and I had the same sort of goal as well. I'm not getting there as fast as you are, but <laughs> but you know I'm I am, not racing. Just I'm just yeah, trying yeah, to do yeah, my but, one a week. Yeah but, yeah, but you but you've obviously got your goals and stuff to push forward. I mean, is there any other sort of like um, plans in in the making, or is there any sort of like changes you're going to be making to to your show? Yeah, with the back of the one three five and the West West Network, mm. I was like. Hey, uh, what's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was talking to Cam, and, and I was like, man, we got we got to get you in there, man. Because man. honestly, like the what you're doing, um, the perspective I haven't heard uh, from a Tongan perspective, mm. and you know, you being born there and speaking the language, and that. I was actually born here. I grew oh, up okay, in all right, yeah, all right. I actually grew up. In I Tonga, mean, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah of course, the way of life and culture yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. I, I think we really need it. And yeah. we need we need um, like a new way in mm. and uh, Fiji like we need it all. Yeah, you because need, listening to yours, oh, I was like, I was really blown away. Like, because uh, you know, being uh, half Samoan, I know a lot about it, mm. but the Tongan I didn't know, and so I learned a lot. And I feel like there'll be the same. 
if we had like a Fijian yeah. and a UN and maybe a couple of I guess so I'm we need that perspective I mean it's, it's a I mean you know? I, I appreciate that and thank you for for the compliment that's a I mean I mean it's I'm being very careful because I'm I'm not representing Tonga you know what I mean yeah I mean I'm I'm a Tongan who has grown up in Tonga and grown up in New Zealand yeah I think I've been in New Zealand long enough to know you know what the culture and stuff yeah, is yeah. like now you know but I'm not representing Tonga, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, but you know, you, know, you can be a voice. You yeah, can speak I, from experience. I, I'm, and, I'm, I'm, from, I'm definitely yeah. speaking from a Tongan perspective, yeah. which yeah. is my perspective, right? Yeah. I, I, I 100% identify as, as Tongan. I've got obviously other, like I'm, I actually have Samoan ties as well, and, yeah. and 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 German ties, and all these, and English ties as well. You know, um, I wouldn't be surprised. But we're all mixed up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I was about to <laughs> say, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if I did like a DNA test and found that I was more European than I was Tongan. But I, I, I fully identify as Tongan and I grew up in Tongan for the yeah. majority of my life. I think it's very important, the work you're doing, to be honest. Not well, to put pressure. I'm not trying to put pressure. I just think it's no, important. No, I, I appreciate it, For it, it to be shared, like with uh, Alison, mm. your, your Tongan yes, guests. Yes, no, I, like, I, those I things agree. Are very important. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I feel very privileged and, and, and humbled that people agree to sort of be on the show. And and I'm very interested. I mean, like yourself, I'm really interested to see what people are doing out there and what their experiences are. I don't, I mean, I don't see myself getting, I mean, I mean, if the opportunity arises, obviously I wouldn't say no, mm. but, you know, I, I don't feel like approaching like well-known um, people in like that 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 people already know about, yeah. you know, like um, uh, there's like a, like I've, I've been uh, given suggestions for like um, like you know, I'll reach out to this Tongan guy, you know, he's yeah. he's really well-known and really I, famous. I, I hear what you're saying, but you didn't have to do that. No, no, but that's what I mean. But yeah. like, so my focus, like, I my aim is to sort of talk to people who are like on the ground floor, actually, in yeah, a way, yeah, doing yeah. the work. The yeah. the people who who don't actually get highlighted as much you know like like alice like she 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 obviously gets enough highlights and stuff like that in her own job but like i don't think uh her perspective like the kind of uh people that she represents um where they do all the hard yards they do the background work they do all the filming and stuff um and they've been sort of in the background when all the big things are happening their 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 perspective is not really put forward you only hear yeah. like the main people that are part of the show you know, yeah. his perspective. And I'm really interested in that. You know, I'm really interested in the, the grassroots uh, group of people. So, like, everyone that I've spoken to so far, as far as I can remember, aren't famous. Yeah, or, or I know what you're saying. But I want to say no to it. Yeah. You know? No, I know what you're saying. I'm, I get what you mean. I'm trying to do a little bit of both, but yeah. I get what you mean with the untold stories. And when we had our, our West West first meeting yesterday. I saw the stories, yeah. Um, I was saying, I added a little thing at the end, like, I think it's very important what we're doing because there's so many like friends and family and like probably mm. yourself that are onto it, but they just haven't been heard and there's, there's no not a platform. There's no platform because it's only for like the stars. Yeah, you know what I mean, like people that are really famous. So I think like the work that we're doing is awesome because there's a lot of great stories and people that are sharing great stuff that uh, we're we're going to allow for platforms for them to to be able to share those things. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think it's very important. But I in, agree. Yeah, and in terms of uh, my uh, podcast, uh, um, man, I still got the technical side. I, I still want to do an intro and outro. Yeah, I sort of cringe a little bit when I don't do it, but I, I'm just trying to keep going, keep progressing. Yeah, yeah. But I'll, I want to get get around to that. It's perfecting the art a little bit. Yeah, you? yeah. <laughs> and then um, the recent podcast I did, I, I left there and I was like, ah, oh, I I feel like I 
I missed a few questions. So yeah, perfecting the all art. That, that, oh, you mean um, with Arden? I did a one, a league one. I'll release tomorrow. I think. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. you've done the latest yeah. one. Okay. Um, nah, he was good. It was just me, like my questions. And so yeah, still trying to perfect the art. But to be honest, I'd like to make um, get sponsorship and mm. uh, make. You know, I do like working for myself, so I don't yeah, know if sure. I can partly do this and partly do something else. Or, for sure. But I want to do the strength and conditioning, so... But you want I, to open yourself to all possibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know exactly, but... Mm. Um, yeah, I do... It would be cool to... Not just the 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 benefits of being sponsored, like the connections to, mm. and mm. I feel like it could reach a bit bigger audience. Yeah. You know, like if it's if it's in line with, with, with your values and what you believe mm. in, uh, it's going to reach a bigger audience, you know? I agree. And you're yeah. complimenting them and they're complimenting mm. you. So it's not just a monetary type of thing. Um, mm. It's more the impact. Well, I mean, like, it's more the it, impact. If it, yeah. comes, if it comes through, why, why yeah, not? I'm not holding why my breath. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, because I'm, 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 I'm similar in certain degrees, but I have no aspiration to sort of make this uh, uh, money making. Right, I, right. I, I don't have any aspiration to make money off it. I mean, like, in an ideal world, like, I'd love to just, this as my full time job, to just hang around, talk with really interesting people <laughs> and, and get paid for it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but I think I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm I'm really enjoying having conversations with people and, and and sort of seeing a different perspective. My 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 perspective on a lot of stuff has changed so yeah. much in in this short episode. You know, this short time frame that I've had with with um, people so far. You know, I'm almost at ten episodes. You yeah. know, so and I feel like man, imagine ten more episodes or yeah. twenty more episodes. Yeah. You know, imagine when I finally get to hundred. Imagine the the difference of how my perspective would be and that's the overall goal for me you know like there is a bit of a selfish thing where i want to sort of talk with people and and, and sort of because i really enjoy people's company um i'm I'm a very social person i love i love having long conversations with people yeah um but yeah i mean like listen if the opportunity arose you you can't say no to these things you know you need to sort of grasp with both hands and see where you're going um yeah so so uh, unfortunately you know um I don't know where I'm going with with this podcasting thing because, like I said, I'm all or nothing. You yeah. know, <laughs> I'm all or nothing with these things. So I, I'm I'm like because I, I was talking to Cam because I was on you know um the one three five not too yeah. long ago, and you know I was like um I don't really know where I'm going with this podcasting thing because it, I almost dropped today. Like I almost decided like right. I, you know I couldn't do it anymore because w- when COVID kicked in, you know I was really busy at work. I was still having to go to work, you yeah. know, and I, I'm not complaining about it. I'm very lucky to still be to have a job still, you know. But I was going to work and I, you know, and then all the you know all my plans for for episodes and stuff sort of went through, you know, fell through the 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 wayside, and you know my one episode a week went completely in the trash you know and and i, and I was really hard on myself i was like fuck, the all man. or nothing's happening yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, fuck, man. I'm, like is it worth it like i'm only six episodes in like i could easily just drop this and then you know no yeah. one would really care you know um but then i sort of i don't know what it was but i decided oh, i'll just do you know just just fucking get someone in there just just do a fucking episode man yeah just do it and then i got my cousin allison and yeah, then yeah. you know from there and then when i had her on and i was like Oh, there it is. There's the there's yeah, the yeah, enjoyment. Yeah, there's yeah. the. I'm not gonna say it's a passion, but it's there's definitely an a, a, an immense enjoyment of doing this yeah. this 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 um this the media form. You know, this form of conversation. Mm. And then you know, then I got my friend on, and I was like, oh yeah, there it is. And, then, you know, and now yeah. I've got you on, and now it's all starting to spark up yeah, this yeah. now this this the memory of why I decided to do it. Because you're right. I think what you guys are doing, and what to a certain degree, what I'm doing 
creating a platform mm. for for our people to sort of get our stories and it's not stories it's perspectives you know Perspective, it's yeah. our beliefs about what we think is good for us and what we think is going to be helpful for our our world you know because we are we are part of new zealand you know we are we are not just a subcategory of, of of the population where you know we can just be you know just push push the side because we're we're unimportant you know we we should have a much more bigger voice you know yeah. and i'm not and i'm and i'm not saying i'm the answer to that you know or podcasting it and and what we're doing is the answer to that but i think it's definitely going to help yeah. you know if if anything i I'm, my hope is that people are more aware of what our beliefs are and what um what we believe is important to us and and hopefully we can sort of break past those stereotypes that you know that we're just lazy brown guys that drink all day and live on the benefit. That's the stereotype, mm. you know. That is the stereotype. As as funny, it, it is hilarious that people think that, but you know, it's it's it, it's a very real and, and very and, and can be very hurtful stereotype. And you know, bringing these these people and it, they, you're right, they are stories um, and, and different people's perspectives. You know, the more we throw it out there, you know, someone's going to catch wind of it. Yeah. You know, someone's going to be like, huh. I didn't realize PIs did podcasting. Like, oh, I didn't realize, you know, that um, you know, PIs run gyms and things like this. You know, yeah. An- another important thing that I see as a part of why I do it is because uh, the conversations, mm. um, like, you know, you, you see someone out and about, and you're hey, how's it going? And you talk about the weather, the traffic. Yeah. So we're we're increasing awareness on different topics and sparking different conversations when people meet. So, like, if they hear about something that they might have slightly been interested in through your episode or someone else's or Cam's or whatever, mm. they might, like, dig into it a little bit more. Yeah. And, and then maybe bring that up somewhere else. Or even, like, some of the uh, maybe movies or uh, links or podcasts that we talk about, people might be like, oh, what are they talking about? And then mm. they'll look it up and then they'll go on their journey of learning. And mm. so I think w- part of what I wanted to do is just increase the conversations of uh broaden the conversation sorry mm. of what we talk about yes um, you know as opposed to just the normal uh surface chit chat talk yeah. start diving into things a little bit more and, and continue the growth and evolution because i get bored sometimes when when it's surface i like to dive in a little bit mm. um people uh get a bit annoyed with that but i don't know i just get bored being surface like let's talk about you know growth and what we're up to the struggles you know ups we and do downs. enough small fucking talk yeah in yeah our lives, so you know i think because a lot of the stuff i've learned man is like through podcasts like i'll listen to something and they'll say something that maybe seemingly was small but i'll google that thing the link and mm. then i'll buy that book or or listen to that podcast that he was a guest on another show mm. or uh go down a rabbit hole of what did that mean and then yeah i'll look up that phrase and i'm like oh man i didn't know what that was and then mm. that'll lead on to something else yeah. so I think with what we're doing, we're going to help, um, you know, other people that will do, you know, similar to what we did, like mm. in terms of listening and grabbing yeah. different pieces. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, I guess, you know, there's there's definitely lots of people like you that, that are hungry for, for more, hungry for knowledge, mm. you know. Um, and I think podcasting in a way is that gateway to sort of, you know, things because I, I think uh, my hope is that people will learn a lot just from the episode and, and obviously that episode should link them into sort of breaking down like, oh, I wonder, you know, what, what this means in their yeah. language or like, oh, like, oh, you know, they're talking about uh, political issues um, that affect Ngatapu and, and also mm. Samoa, you know, yeah. or or that time, you know, Tonga invaded Samoa back in the day. And, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, you know yeah. but like people, That's but cool. people don't know it, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and, and I'd like people to be more aware and, you know, and try and making that a normal part of our society, you know, because, 
you know, um, as sort of overdone statement as it is, you know, I mean, a lot of our history is, is really whitewashed, you know, yeah, it yeah, is yeah. written by the perspective yeah. of, of a European. Yeah. Um, and we don't need that view. I mean, obviously that view is, is not the, a wrong view, right? I mean, mm. it's obviously a guy that's sort of come and he doesn't know what's happening and he's writing it from what he believes is, is his perspective. That's neither wrong or, or, or bad. You know, that's just his perspective. But I think there needs to be space for ours as well yeah you know and they, we don't need to take this this long-held belief that this we're this and this is that you know it's like oh we're a little bit more you know and 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 i'm and the podcasting scene seems to be that 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 uh avenue at the moment as far as i can see as a way of getting getting that out you know because yeah. you've had a lot of amazing guests come through so far you know yeah. and 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 i've learned a lot from what they've done you know um especially the feminist that came on not too long yeah, ago. She, yeah. <laughs> she's, that was a very interesting one. You know, yeah. regardless of what you guys, you know, agreed or disagreed on, you guys had a civil civil conversation and you guys were able to sort of get your ideas out there um, um, to a certain degree. <laughs> to a certain degree. <laughs> yeah. You know, but but it was, it was a very civil conversation and she did seem very keen to learn what a man's perspective is you know yeah. which is which is interesting because you look at feminists out there at the moment and, and i apologize for sort of segueing again into a different thing but like you know th this i'm just trying to point out the important the, the amazing things of podcasting is that when you read about feminists now and you're trying to talk about you know um, those hardcore feminists who actually aren't going for equality they're going for dominance you know because they feel this false sense of, of being sort of teared down by the man you know, uh, and, and the, to a certain degree, you can see where they're coming from. But yeah. she's not that person. Yeah. You know, but and she's a different view where, you know, where she's looking for equality. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, <laughs> and and it's not that person. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I see you trying to point that out before. And I'll just like, just say it. Yeah. Just fucking say it. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> I, I learned a lot from that podcast. Yeah. And it was cool, man. Like, I think they... I felt like attacked, uh, not no, no, not on the podcast, but mm. from feminists. But they're actually not even attacking us; they're just attacking the the actual real cases of whatever they're at. Mm. But um, it feels like we're being all chucked into that same thing, but we're not. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. it just feels like it because of the media or what yeah. we see. But she was really cool. No, she was. You know, and no. like, and then after talking to her, I felt a lot more relieved. Like they're not attacking all of us no no you know it's but just there is, the, but, but it is just the assholes out there but there is but there is though isn't there i mean it's some like that she, hate all of us there's some that, I, mean, I mean i don't know i don't i wouldn't listen i'm gonna be kind and say i feel that. like I, she was more just picking on the ones that are you know yeah a menace or whatever well, well she, she, but, she has a very strong idea about what the patriot about the patriarchy and, and 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 the systems of government and and historical stuff which which is all very true yeah. and, and and stuff like that, and I'm going to be very kind in saying that the what she called the feminazis are a very minute group of people embedded within the feminist movement. Like I, I mean, like I believe in in, in equality, right? I, I, I'm on the same page as her. You know, I believe men and women there should be no difference in in, in terms of um, how they're treated in society. Um, what you know, but I guess we differ in slightly on what we view as equal. Right. You know, right, like right. are we are we talking about? equal opportunity or we talk about equal outcomes mm. you know so those are like two very different things at the same time yeah. so if she's if uh, i'm gonna stop but i'm gonna stop talking about her because <laughs> i because i i'm not gonna speak for her you yeah, know i'm yeah, not gonna yeah, speak yeah. for her but you know there is a very common movement out there where people are looking for equality of outcome which is everyone's equal regardless whatever 
um, you know, doesn't matter who the fuck you are, where you come from, you're going to be equal. You know, yeah. there's going to be a certain amount of number of people from this group of people. There's a certain amount of number from here, and we're all going to be, you know, you know, as equal as possible. Yeah. Um, that has its own issues in itself. You know, I mean, I'm more for equality of opportunity, where everyone's given the chance to sort of prove their worth and and what they can do, and that's not a perfect system either. Yeah. You know, but I think. Um, these 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 things are very complicated and, and very um can be very sensitive as well, yeah. <laughs> you know um, but you know I mean equality is 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 not as straightforward as um, you know like oh we all are the same yeah you know people need to be very specific in what they mean you yeah, know right, because right. I see a lot of the time and I'm talking about the really hardcore um ones not not the not your guest you know the hardcore um who want um hardcore feminists who want uh all the good stuff you know i want to be equal with men with all the good stuff i want to be rich i want to be equal in movies i want to be equal in business i want to be equal in this but i don't want to be equal as uh the local uh plumber you know right, i don't, right, don't yeah. want to be equal numbers with the plumber i don't want to be equal with the guy who cleans the shits and the yeah you yeah, know in yeah. the drains and stuff like that you know so i think when people talk about equality we need to really talk about everything you know yeah. everything in general i mean do you you know, and, and sometimes, you know, equality is is not, well, this is going to sound really weird, uh, you know, maybe equality in all aspects is not a good thing, you know, mm -hmm. and I'll use an example, just so people don't think I'm a fucking asshole, <laughs> you know, I think people should, not, I mean, look at the suicide rates of men, I don't think women should be equal in that sense, you know, so we need to be very clear about what we believe uh, equality should look like, yeah. you know, Do you th and, and I think the only way that we can provide proper equality and what's going to be fair for everyone is, is that equality of opportunity where mm -hmm. you're given the same opportunity as, as i'm given and that can come in many forms you know yeah. we're all given the same education and stuff like that like equal opportunity to gain the same education the equal opportunity to sort of gain the same work and experiences and things like that same opportunity for housing you know um if we're if we're given the same tools to sort of work on an equal playing field you know um then i think that's that's what equality looks like to mm. me yeah you yeah. know um instead of just saying we've allocated five percent of this for this group of people we've allocated five percent of this for this group of people you know now we have easy clear representation of of everyone you know like yay everyone's happy but are those people the best people for that role yeah you know what i mean yeah just uh getting back to the, the podcast <laughs> 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 You're on my podcast, yeah. Nah, you can nah. say whatever you like. No, no, but I guess nah, I, was... I, I, I haven't thought really, really deeply yeah, about that. Fine. You know, what I mean? that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are just things that I that I'm interested in. You know, um, but I, I guess I wanted to highlight that because I found your <laughs> podcast uh, with with Anatoly, Anatoly, Anatola, An Anatola, yeah, very um, very interesting because yeah. I really enjoyed her perspective was, on things. That was the I, most I challenging one I did, and I could tell. I thought it was really cool because <laughs> uh, what we were talking about before of understanding the other side, and I was I was proud of myself because I went towards it. Yeah, you I did. I went to a, mm. a fear and I learned a lot and I, mm. I feel like grew and, and I, you know, we connected and I thought mm. it was a good. There was mutual respect at the yeah, end of it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So there I was mutual respect was really at the end of it. Success, I felt. Yeah. Um, I, I and, believe so. And I was, I was, yeah, I was, I was quite proud of that. But with, with back to the podcast and that and, and just the learning and mm. the platforms, like, I, some of the things have changed my life, but the people won't even never know. Mm. Like, you know, the Rich Dad Poor Dad, um, there's another book, The Alchemist. Like there's, there's parts of that that the author doesn't know that it's changed my life. 
Right. And certain parts of podcast I've taken away and applied it to my life and mm. or, or it's taken certain actions off. Mm. And I think sometimes we might think, um, you know, because mine's still only small, to be honest. I'm like, oh, it's not really impacting that many people. But there could be one person per episode that does something that takes action and it could uh, impact their life and change. Uh, use that word again, the trajectory. Mm. You know, like... But even it's, just affecting it's good one work. person. That's right? what I'm saying. Like, yeah, even yeah. just affecting one person I don't know, to like, me is success. I don't want to throw the know? numbers out, but like, mm. like me, but I would. They will never know. Like, Paulo Coelho and you know Robert Kiyosaki, the guys who wrote those books, mm. and some of the podcasts. You know, the Bible Shrugged, and then, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the things gonna, yeah. you know, they know that yeah. it's it's uh, helped form part of the decisions I made and mm. uh, and it's helped change my life for the better. So I think we, we will be doing similar things in a way. I, I hope so. You, you know, know what I mean? I, like, I hope, that's why I think it's necessary. I hope I don't um, invoke the wrath of all the feminists out there. They're going <laughs> to cancel me. But, but I don't I don't think so because I'm, I'm a very big um, believer that men and women should be equal. Um, we just have different views about what equality looks like. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I mean, because it's a very complicated thing. You know, we can't, yeah. We can't be equal in everything. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think you're right in terms of podcasting. We'll never know what what's actually happening out there. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, like one day I'd like to sort of, you know, if I do get to that hundred episode, you know, I, you know, if someone reached out to me, you know, on on social media and said, you know, like you, you know, your episode, you know, with Yash really made me think about my fitness. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I mean, even just about feminists and things. <laughs> I was going to say fitness, <laughs> you know, no, but like, you know, I mean, like, you know, you, you know, as an example, you know, someone reached out and said, you know, I listened to your, you know, your episode of Yash and, you know, you guys made a lot of sense in terms of, uh, as, you know, especially Yash talking about, um, you know, fitness and things like that. And, you know, I've had a, you know, I've, you know, thought about my own life and, you know, now I'm going to try and make active changes. You know, that's kind of what you want. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I'm, we're not going to, ch- I'm going to say we're not going to change the world. No, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a stupid thing to say. I, mean, I don't think we're going to make change you know quick changes because change doesn't happen that way mm. change doesn't happen like you snap your finger and you implement something and then you're expecting to see change straight yeah. away just like fitness it takes the long yeah, you, you yeah, play the long game yeah. you know what i mean yeah so that's my hope at the end of the day you know yeah. and at the end of the day i think i think you're right we're doing good work in a way god's work as well yeah, yeah. you know and the, the the hope will be that we we change someone's life for the better. Yeah. You know, probably you and the the boys at one three five will be doing positive changes. Mine will probably be like, yeah, I'm just as negative as this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe what he's saying. Let's just get angry about. I like, think I think if, <laughs> if someone's offended, then like there's got to be some truth in it, right? Well, that's my theory. I, I can't wait for someone to be offended. If, no, not, like, not in like I want it, but like I just I'm just interested to see what they're offended of. Yeah, you know. I feel like that uh, I heard that somewhere and I think I read it in the book and so I always check myself if I feel offended I'll like let it sink in and I'll I'll be like is that what is what he said true mm. and, or he mm. or she said and like usually there's like, some sort of truth to it yeah and I'm like the problem isn't what they said it's me yeah that it's, I'm it's, it's it's hit something in you yeah that's sort of like yeah yeah it's, it's like a if I can projecting. get past that initial thing yeah. of like you've like spiking me then it's like, 
I'll be right, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If I can get past that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, if you're offended, then obviously there's something that's made a a significant uh, impact in your belief system, your emotions, or your history where you've gone to a point where you're so offended you're going to do something about it. Yeah. Obviously, something's happened, you know? Because people say, like, dumb stuff to me, and I'm just like... <laughs> like what, Yash? What kind of dumb stuff? No, I mean, people like, people say, and it's not... No, it's not offensive, but it's dumb. It's just, like, it's just dumb. Like, it's water off a duck's back, you know? But um, if it's offensive, then there's maybe some truth. You know, like, it's easier to brush off someone who doesn't know what they're talking about, mm. and they're trying to talk, uh, like, they're expert or something like that. It's mm. just like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, but it challenges it, your own beliefs. I yeah, think. I yeah. think if it challenges your own beliefs, I mean, the thing is, I mean, my wife is going to highly disagree with this, but like, I tell, I believe I'm pretty open minded. You know, yeah. I have very your wife's going to disagree. Yeah, she's going <laughs> to definitely disagree. We, we we have a lot of like um like many debates about things, yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm um she's very um she's very clued up and very clever, and I'm just really struggling to sort of just formulate my my ideas, but um I try. Oh, what was I saying? In terms of being offended, I'm, there's very little things that, that offend me, yeah. you know, because I feel like I'm so open-minded um, and the work that I do where I have to be empathetic and be able to put myself in someone else's shoes, I feel like I can sort of try and see their perspective. So if someone says something that challenges something I believe, I, I, I won't be offended, but I'll be like, oh, huh, you don't believe what i believe that's interesting why is that you know you know and like that that's my thought yeah, process yeah. like why do you believe in you know the complete opposite of this because in my mind this is truth yeah you yeah. know but that's not always the case yeah you know and, and like i said my, my perspective on things have changed so much yeah. you know not just for podcasts just listening to podcasting too you know another book that has helped change my life is the uh, four agreements four agreements yeah. and uh, one of the agreements is you know never take anything personally Mm. And it sort of has a chapter on that why and man yeah it was like pretty life changing in that yep. in that sense yeah um, and you know another quote with it was like those who hurt hurt the most you know mm. those that try to hurt you hurt oh, the most yeah and so it's it's been awesome since then yeah, yeah it's yeah. a really good book highly recommend it mm. uh, any listeners out there that um, get offended easily. You gotta get it. You gotta get it. I need to. You've been throwing out so many books out there. Let me let me throw one but out. But there's there only really well. like a handful. They probably like. Uh, you know, but, but it's been, but books, it's been so. quite impactful for you, right? Yeah, the, the four agreements was definitely. Do, do yeah. you know a do you know a, a psychologist and, and public speaker, Jordan Peterson? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. I've only heard him podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he he wrote a book called Twelve Rules for Life, which yeah. is unintentionally aimed at men, but it's actually for for everyone yeah. because everyone can sort of like um, it, it's, for, it's it's a it's his idea of a recipe of how to live a happy and and, and successful life, and. Like he's a very controversial. I don't think he's controversial. I don't think so. I listen to him. I, I I think he's 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 the most misquoted man or mis misinterpreted guy out there at the moment. I mean, like during his time, like people would sort of believe this is what he what he said and this is what he meant. But then when he explains it, it's totally the opposite right, of what, right, what yeah, people, yeah, yeah. because of the what, context is that, because yeah. the context is very yeah. important for him. You know, because he sort of brings out sort of ideas that's not very PC. Yeah. And, and he's not saying these things to Hero's be, journey. He talks about the hero's yeah, journey. Yeah. I mean, there's some things I don't agree with, um, that, you know, that he says. And I don't think if, I mean, if you, if you're following someone and you believe every single fucking thing they says, uh, you're a fanatic, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you're not thinking for yourself. You know, I mean, there's certain aspects where I believe like he's really big on, on personal responsibility and sort of like, you know, you know, um, you need to fix your own household before you can think of fixing the world. And then yeah. that comes, you know, th- and that's a debatable sort of, sort of um, stance to take. But I do believe 
the biggest impact you can make is the the people in your life. You know, I do think that if you can do as much as you can for the people that you know in your own life, that in turn sort of helps the the greater the greater good. Because mm. if you think of if everyone worked on themselves, right? And you know, like um, and, and I'm not talking about like like drastic fucking changes. Like now I'm a you know now I'm a fucking weightlifter because and I used to be like really big. You know, I think like like changes in in behaviors, changes in habits, and and pushing towards bettering yourself. You know, and, and and like and like you say, looking at the long goal and, and sort of um, and sort of working on yourself w- with the aim of, of the long term gain, you know, and use the analogy, you know, having a clean room. Yeah. If you can't even clean your own room, how are you going to enact change in the world yeah. when the things that you because because you you don't have a lot of control in what happens in the big world out there, you know. So w- if you can't even keep your room tidy, which is well within your ability to control. How are you expected to go out into the world and tell someone else that you shouldn't mm. live this way or, or this shouldn't be happening in the world because of all the injust, injustices, you yeah. know? And and I, and I and I believe that that has a lot of merit, you know? I mean, you need to clean up your own backyard before you sort of decide to sort of go out there and help other people, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, how are you going to help someone when you can't even help yourself? Yeah. And I use that a lot with, with the people I work with personally, you know? It's like they don't think about the impact of what they're doing um, to themselves because they're busy trying to fix someone else you know right, they're trying to help yeah, yeah. someone else so much and in turn they're sort of negating and neglecting themselves yeah so so i do believe that you know like if you can put yourself in a position where you're fairly well put together you're settled you're working you're you're not using drugs you know you're sort of fairly well-rounded person yeah. You know that puts you in a good position to sort of reach out to other people. But if you're in a sense of chaos, your whole, you know, you're, you're you're paying rent, you can't even afford, you can't, you know, you can't even clean your room to a certain degree. You know, you can't even mend relationships within your own family. Like, who are you, who are, who are you really to sort of go yeah. out there and tell the world and other people how to live? Because in a way, that's what you're doing into next change. Yeah, I see a lot of people uh, trying to help other people. Mm. Um, and maybe there's different reasons, but I see one is like it makes them feel better. But yeah. it's but it's like, uh, yeah, like you said, you know, help yourself and your own family yeah. first. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's a big one, man. That's mm. it's, it's a lot of um, wasted energy too. And like becoming a father, mm. I saw there was different models. You know, I mm. started to pay attention a lot, and I would see some that would really just look after themselves and their own family. And then I saw others where it was still good meaningful work that would help everyone else yep and i was like where do i want to sort of sit do i want to do a bit of both or we one or the other Mm. and uh so that i've taken more of the science of just me and my own little family Mm. and i i've been asked to do quite a few things like that are good yeah so i got asked to coach more um i've got help asked to help out at the school a little bit more on different things Mm. but um you know and they're good stuff yeah of course so like what do i do yeah, but yeah. for me, like my values is like nah, nah, family. So I say I've said no to those things. Mm. So my the only yes was the basketball team. Yeah. Because when I took my with my wife, we agreed mm. that was manageable. But beyond that, um, it's too much. Yeah. And and it, and it is hard to say no, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm used to saying yes. Yeah, yes, man. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, nah, nah, I can't because it's gonna steal time from my daughter and my wife. And and you've chosen and my something own that's more too, important. I got to train. Yeah. And and, yeah. You, and you've chosen something more important to yeah. you. Um. And and it's not like you know um, 
that's not bad things to do. You know, to say no is actually a very strong thing yeah. to um to say. It, I think it's much more easier for people to say yes than agree to a lot of things. Yeah. And, and and at the end of the not see it through. Yeah, you know? they say yes just because they don't hurt them and then they don't do it. They, they don't. So I'm just like, because yeah, I've been asked to do a couple of things. And I was like, nah, it doesn't yeah. really fit in. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's it was a bit hard. Yeah. But I'm getting I'm I'm a lot better at. And that's the thing, before. you know, like once once you feel that your household's in order, um, yeah. obviously then you feel comfortable going out there and and doing things, you know, yeah. doing things for the community. Yeah. You know, I still think people should help other people, you yeah. know, but I don't think, um, I don't think you should be saying I'm helping people because, you know, I. I think that you're down and out and, you know, and it, it's it's the context and, and the motivation of why you're helping people because most of the time, people like like you said, people help other people because it makes them feel good, but it's like, it, it's not about you. That's what I'm saying. It's you know? not good. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not about you. Yeah. I mean, cool. You know, I guess... In a, That's in a, in a part of it. Yeah. In, in, a, in, a, in a twisted way, does it really matter who how you feel about it if someone else is, is being helped? Yeah. But I think it does matter because your motivation and and the um the reason behind you helping this person has to be for the benefit of that person yeah, yeah, not yeah. for yourself yeah, exactly. because that's you'll yeah. get that you'll feel good but it shouldn't be the intention that, that right? shouldn't yeah, be yeah. the intention you know and another thing uh, on this subject subject sort of is it might offend a few people but uh, I heard I heard on the podcast I thought it was quite funny mm. this guy was like people are going to get in like some sort of decent decent shape because you're a drain on everyone else. And <laughs> he was saying like, he goes, I jumped on the plane and I sitting next to this fat guy. And like, I had to sit a certain way and then my neck was conked and yeah. I ended up getting off the plane with a sore neck. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh yeah, true. Like you have to cater to these things and like, uh, you know, people can't carry certain things that are strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't run across the road or get away from someone or mm, mm. can't handle themselves. Um, medication. Yeah. Different things. That's a big um, one. But this, this might be a bit... Th- full on but you you know you end up being sick and someone has to look after you mm. when you shouldn't have been sick you might die earlier your yep. family needed you yeah so that's sort of like the extreme case but from day to day you know everyone has to sort of move for you or like cater to your yeah you know like you become a hindrance yeah yeah, yeah. that's a sad thing to I, say I, 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 yeah. yeah i sort of um you know feel a little bit uncomfortable saying it but it, in some ways it's sort of true you know like this is the offensive podcast man. <laughs> we can say whatever we want you yeah. know what i mean like yeah, yeah. 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 No, but i understand and, like, and that's the reality something special all the time for the listen i've, yeah. I've worked in, in bariatric wards man i mean people who i mean we're, we're, we're focusing obviously on a specific case right a, a yeah. very specific case so <laughs> I, I mean the thing is i mean you can't not tell me that if you are severely overweight, you don't have physical health issues, yeah. right? I mean, that's just a given. That's just medical science, right? And I think there's a lot of issues. There's a lot of reasons. Like, we can go into the reasons about why people become this big, you know, whether it's emotional eating, trauma, blah, 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 blah. But the people who refuse to refuse to realize that and, and recognize that it's a, that it, it is an issue, you know, um, cause a lot of hurt for families. That's what know? I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it, be- they, it become... <laughs> And I'm, you know, I guess I'm gonna say it. they they become a burden in yeah. a way, and, and yeah. you know, and not, I you mean, know, you know, they become medical risks, you know, all these risks and stuff. You know, um, if they have children, are they, you know, is this the kind of role model you want? Exactly, to there's a child? lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's a lot of things, and and listen, I'm gonna be the first to say I'm not, I'm not the perfect person. You know, I I think I, you know, I, oh, I try my best. None of us are, yeah. But you know, I definitely don't think I'm 
disillusioned to believe certain <laughs> things are not actually, you know, a problem, yeah. you know? And I think that's the issue. It's very much like addiction. You know, you have to realize you have a problem before yeah. you can actually address it. Yeah. And and food addiction is a thing as well. Mm. You know, people, I mean, I think I've got food addiction. But it's not a problem. I can stop any time, man. Yeah. You know, I guess. <laughs> I think if you can run across the road and pick up a few things and that, you're pretty good. Like, you don't have to be, like, what you see on Instagram, and all. you know, like I'm not yeah, aiming social, for that. If yeah. that makes sense, like even though I'm right into it, I'm not trying to talk everyone else into. Yeah, I need just, to stop following just, you on Instagram. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> just like but you're right. Like I say, just move every day. You're if, right. Whether yeah. it's just a walk or whatever, mm. uh, be able to tie a shoelace. Um, you know, take mm. up your own chair. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be shredded or have a six pack or anything. Yeah. You know, just because that, that's the extreme side of things. Like, yeah, I mean, don't like, be there extreme. Is a, there, yeah, is a, yeah. there is a general fitness thing, and, and that's really good advice. Just, just be generally, you know, fit. Look after yourself. You, you're gonna, um, you know, feel better. Re- mm. You know, uh, like I used to be sort of against. Uh, I mentioned it on the podcast of Unsolo Light. Mm. Uh, I didn't really like dressing up in that before. And now I try to dress up a little bit. Like just self-respect for myself, you know. God's given me this body. Look after it. Mm, mm. Uh, you know, be a good steward of what I've got, these gifts and yep. and, and the resources, the freedom mm. uh, to do whatever I want with my body. Mm. In this country, I have money. Mm. Um, you We're know, very like, lucky. There's great landscape. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I live in a good neighborhood. I can walk around. Mm. Like, look after it, man. Like, yep. you know. I mean, we, we are... We so are, from that perspective, not... Of course, get you know, be a freak athlete or you know, it's nothing like that. No, no, it's it, it's be grateful for what you have and don't take it for granted. Yeah, at the end of the day, it. yeah, 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 look yeah, after yeah, it. Yeah. And I will need to do that. <laughs> no, no I, it, it's a good it's a good point, you know, because I think at the end of the day, we're not here for a long period of no, time. No. You know, we're here for, you know, um, as I say, um, oh, I was going to say something really inappropriate. I'll, I'll just let it pass. <laughs> I'll let it pass. Is that the first filter for yeah, this podcast? Uh, that's the first filter. I'll let it pass. <laughs> Um, but then, you know, I, I think you, you make a very good point. You know, I think we have very limited time here to spend with our loved ones. We need to make the most of it and, and, and don't take anything for granted Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, shit, dude, we've been doing this for two hours and 31 minutes, man. <laughs> is it? In a way I've been kind of sneaky. I was like, like, I'm going to try beat the amount of time that we had on, on Yasha's podcast, but, um, I'm not going to keep you here any more longer, man. I, I've really enjoyed this, 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 um, this episode and this conversation so much man and, and i hope you've had the same experience uh, as it's i have been awesome it's been um it, it's been uh, i look forward to more episodes not with you know not just with um myself and you but to hear your episodes as well and i look forward to your engagement with the back of the 135 boys um just just for the people out there wh- where can we find all your stuff man and, and what what kind of places can we interact with you on yeah um my yes zealous state of mind instagram facebook uh my uh, own like sort of personal handle because it has like my own personal stuff mm. and uh, some of my uh, zealous state of mind is Guru of Gains. Mm. Um, but zealous state of mind is just like the podcast, the brand, you know that yeah. that way of thinking, like yeah. the clothes and. But then th- then some of my other stuff is the Guru of Gains. But yeah, zealous state of mind. Many Insta and Facebook. Yeah, and we can find all the episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the usual streaming sites and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, usual yeah. Spotify. And yeah, yeah. Yep. And yeah. also, you are now under the West West Net, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm really excited with that. And Excellent. keep an eye out for the West West Net um, uh, episodes. There's, yeah, the back of the 135, Afakasi Scoop. Afakasi Scoop. Uh, yeah, the 135 footy. The pitch. The pitch, yeah. Is, uh, 
a lot, a lot of exciting things coming out of the West West Net in, in the yeah. next couple of months. Actually, next couple of weeks, actually. Yeah. So definitely go and check those guys out. Thank you so much, Yash, for being part of this podcast. It's been really enlightening and really, you know, I'm going to go pick up those dumbbells right there and start <laughs> doing a couple. But, but good advice, you know, for people out there who are finding, you know, very difficult to sort of do things for themselves. Do them, start with the minor stuff. Move every day, do the simple things and work hard and, and, and really believe that you could do it. Yeah, because we're only here for a short period of time. Yeah. So listen, thank you everyone for listening to the to the I was about to say the one three five. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thanks everyone for listening to the Thought Plantation podcast. As always, I really appreciate everyone um stopping in to sort of hear our, our conversations and our and our uh, very uh, <laughs> controversial views um but i appreciate none the same you know you can find this episode on spotify apple Podcasts, all the usual stuff you can also find me on instagram and facebook at the thought plantation podcast i'm mostly on instagram so if you guys want to dm me check me out there you can find um a boy yash at the guru gains or at the zealous state of mind podcast you can also find him on the west west net which i think is west west was it .co .nz? I'll leave .com, a link. .com, .com. Yeah, .com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the whistlesit.com and you'll find a whole bunch of really good shows out there at the moment. And they're an up-and-coming group of guys, so definitely check them out. Um, but, you know, um, like I said, thanks so much for being here, man. I really nah, appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, till the next time, eh? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah.